hello, 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 and welcome to season three, motherfucking season three of the Work Bay podcast with Nan and Ovi. Hey, friend. Hello. I don't. I don't even know what to say. It's I mean, been it's so. Been, it's been a while. I feel like been I've been. So long. We haven't recorded in so long. It's like, uh, how how does this work again? What's a podcast? What what are we doing? You better figure it out because the people apparently have been looking for us. <laughs> 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 so, whatever you have need they? to remind yourself, you better get it together. Better get Ugh. it together. You bet, we need to. So the last time we recorded, just to just to, <laughs> whatever. Whatever the the like concept or construct of time means at this point, <laughs> uh-huh. wasn't it? Wasn't it like Valentine's Day? Was it Valentine? Yes, that was like it was like the week, the week's end of Val- Valentine's Day had just passed. Okay, so oh yeah, you're right, you're right. So we recorded that. Uh, it was probably like a Sunday or something, right? After yeah, Valentine's we recorded Day. the Sunday after Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Valentine's uh, how, Day. How many years ago was that? How many? <laughs> what was that? I, like that just seems like a time so far gone that I don't Bro. even. I can't even wrap my head around it. My mom, my mom and I were talking about my Paris trip, and she was like, "Oh shit, that happened this year." Like, Imagine. Uh, that was January, right? That yeah, was that was January. for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, time is yeah, I'm I'm losing my grasp of time. <laughs> I feel like we all are. Cause uh, I was thinking about that. I was like, yo, last time we recorded was in February, but that feels like it was like six months ago. At least. But you know, but at here we least. are. Like we had just wrapped season two. We, we did. were so we excited did. about our plans for season three. We were also excited about <laughs> the plans that we had for our life. And this right? little bitch named Rona. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you seen the memes where they like they, they like personify her like they draw her like with like nails and lips and whatnot? <laughs> yes, have you seen I those? Saw that. I saw that and I was like, y'all couldn't. That's her. That's her raggedy no. ass. Just, yeah. That's her raggedy ass. She being everybody business. She fucking with her cheap lashes. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. damn, damn. She have raggedy. they figured out if if Corona's like sexually transmitted yet? <laughs> Well, they said. Well, they said if in order for you to have sex, you would be less than six feet apart. So you're gonna get it. No, nah, that they they know long range fucking. They haven't figured you, that out is yet. Is your dick that you? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no six feet dicks around here. Hey, you don't know what I'm working with over here. N- you n- if know? you was walking around with six feet, I would be very concerned. <laughs> That ain't none of my business. Yeah, I wrap it around my waist like a belt. I don't, sir. No one is here to have a conversation about your penis. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. See, he told you he was rusty. (laughs) This is what we do. You don't want to talk about my six foot. I don't. I that is the last thing on the planet that I want to talk about. I feel like my my least favorite nickname for penis is meat. That doesn't just doesn't sit well with my spirit. What do you think about what? Meat. meat when you hear that yeah yeah like, it had a good run meat. niggas it's, was really talking about did it they meet like that you liked oh, it did you, did I, you no 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 it? i don't i don't participate in that in that kind of exchange but yes it just sounds very visceral very <laughs> very you know very fleshy oh okay meat. 
I'm gonna give you this again. Meat. I don't I, like. I'm it. sorry, we didn't plan. We didn't pl- just like we didn't plan for Rona. We did not plan on starting season three. Like- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It was just a quick tangent. It was on my mind. It was all, it, cho- it troubled my spirit. So I had to bring oh, it. Well, I'm happy you were able to get that off and share that with the rest of the people. But, but you yeah. know, my first my first question for you was yes. going to be. And it's a loaded question, so feel free to break it apart in like six parts, which I feel like <laughs> take to answer it. Okay. Just how how have you been, friend? <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> take all the time. Nigga. Uh, <laughs> take your time. Take your time. I don't. And you know what's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> when I like, of course during this time of quarantine, mm-hmm. um, people ask that question. And it just feels, even it's when I ask question, it, right? it feels so ridiculous. Like, it yeah. feels asinine. It feels rhetorical. If it, it, it feels like a thing that you're supposed to do just because you're supposed to do it. Like, it's not a real question. Well, um, well real quick, I'll, I'll ask you this. When, when you do ask that, because I agree with you that it's kind of like, I think it's one of those relics of life before For Corona. Sure. For you know, sure. that's just one of those pleasantries. You always ask people how they're doing. And actually, I did right. like a post about this a couple weeks ago. But when you ask your friends or your family, your loved ones, whoever it may be, when you, when you ask them that, what are you trying to get at? What do you really want to know from them when you ask that? I, you know, I think, like you said, it, because it's kind of a relic from the past, uh, BC before Corona. Yeah, BC, right? Um, yeah. and like even I think even then for me, it was like, I think I've had conversations with friends or people that I love where it's like, you know, are you asking that question just to receive the yeah, I'm great, how are you, or do you really want to know? Like, I feel like I think we've even had that conversation offline. Oh yeah, because I think um, even that, that even applied bef- BC, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was still like a conversation. Like, do do you actually want to know, or right. are you just asking just right. to? Yeah. But like now, with Rona, like a, a anytime I ask it, it's kind of like a like a health check like a, like a wellness check. Like, um, you know, are you, have you lost anybody? Are you sick? Um, mentally, how are you? These are the things when I ask people, and I mean, it's a rarity because, um, for better or worse, I've been in communication with like my closer groups of people for, a long time, but like even like throughout this time in quarantine, but like with everything that's happened this week, you know, with you Oof. know the death of George Floyd, and then even when like the Ahmad um, Arbery thing happened, and the like all of that kind of stuff was like, how are you dealing? Like, how are you managing Rona, and then now all of these? I know unnecessary I'm, I'm so- deaths. No, you're right. You're right. And I'm so and I'm so happy that you kind of brought that into the conversation because I feel like the that I feel like that's one of the things that's changed now that we're kind of in this space, especially if you're asking that question to a black person, that question can mean a multiple it can mean like a multitude of things at this so point. Many it things. can mean so how many are things. you doing first and foremost with 
the pandemic, you know, yeah. corona, COVID-19, yeah. how has that affected, like you, like you were alluding to, has that affected you personally or, or in your circle? But you're right, especially now as we're, as we're continuing to see, you know, racism didn't, didn't rest. She still it didn't, her but thing. that bitch was quiet for a minute. And so she maybe was. we need to shut the the whole country down again. Is that it? Is that I, it? Because there's nothing too. I was like, though, I feel like, and I, I, I came across a, a tweet that was saying this and it was so, it was so sad, but it was true. Like that the, and this was earlier on, I think some uh, earlier on in March was the longest we've gone without a school shooting. Yep. In, I saw that too. In ever, like yeah. literally ever. Yeah. And how sad of a milestone is that? That's something that we were, that like, I think that's just so indicative of like where we're at as a country sure. where it took, it literally took everyone staying in their homes for there not to be a mass and shooting. Even, I mean, and we, even outside of school, there were no mass shootings. And then I think right when states started reopening, there was like a mat, like a, a multiple shooting at like some army base, I think. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I do remember that coming up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was yeah, like, yeah. And, and so it's, <sighs> this is why we need to, I, I, I get it. Rona's out here and I need y'all to remember that. Like just because the States are opening up and people were turning up during Memorial day, Rona is still out there. We have the curve, at least in New York is falling, but that don't mean that she can't rise right on back up. So please, you know, keep that third eye open. Do what you need to do to take care of yourself. But um, yeah, it's like that. I remember seeing that post. I think it was like, um, it was in April because they were saying that like March was the first time that there hadn't been, like you had said, there wasn't a mass shooting in like year, decade. Years, yeah, in a long time. Yeah, and and then thinking about for maybe six weeks we hadn't heard anything about an unarmed black man, anything, an unarmed black woman, anything. Like we hadn't heard Mm -hmm. any stories of that. Um, And it wasn't until the Ahmaud Armory case that I realized like, oh shit, (laughs) nobody was killing us. Unnecessarily, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't until because yeah, everyone happened. was in their damn house, <laughs> right? But it was I. Yeah. I don't even think that I realized the fact that it hadn't happened. Like I see, I see. You know, it took it took an incident occurring, it took a murder occurring for me to like realize that oh, this is still this is also a problem that we still have. It's not just yeah, this is still our reality. Virus, as, yeah, 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 yep, yeah, yep, yep. Um, but we've, yeah, that we've been fighting, we've been fighting the virus of racism oh, yeah. for hundreds of years. Yeah. So this, you know, COVID-19 was just another one on top of that. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And, and at first you thought, okay, you know, before we knew how it disproportionately affected black people, how, you know, our, the circumstances of our living, make us more vulnerable to this virus when we were all quote unquote in this together. And you know, everybody had linked arms. Like I, I honestly thought that, okay, we're gonna, we gonna be home for two weeks and then I don't know. Some, we gonna figure something out. We gonna figure out. We already met this bitch before. Two we gotta, weeks. I, I, when you I tell you weeks, the bro? naive it's head. Why'd you think it was gonna be that? I don't know. Story. And you know what's so funny <laughs> is I remember 
sometime in early March, I'd went to go get dinner on my way home from work and I was listening to the daily and they had, they'd done an episode. NPR, right? on P- yes. Um, no, okay. New York times. Oh, New York daily times. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, and they had done, they did an episode about the nursing home in Washington state that had lost like 22, um, okay. elderly people so very and, early on. Yeah, like, this was like yeah. February. Exactly. And I was like, damn, 20, that's fucking crazy. 22 people in one nursing home. Did it. And I was like, yo, this shit is wild. And then I remember, um, that's when that was like around the time that China was like really starting to lock shit down. Um, and then Twitter announced that they were making all of their staff go remote. And I remember going back to the office and I told my boss, I was like, listen, Twitter about to shut their shit down. I don't, they might know something we don't know. We might need to. Oh, really? So they they had made, I didn't realize they had made that decision that early. I know recently they they let their staff know that they could, that it was going to be permanent. That yeah, they that they can stay. I didn't realize home. that they had also been one of the first companies to let folks yeah. know stay at home. Yeah, okay. and I work, okay. I work in the operations division of the nonprofit, and so like thinking about how. And I remember that day she was like, "Yeah, they're thinking about forming a response team," and I told her, "This may be the last day you see me because it takes me too long. I'll be on trains for too too long to get <laughs> here." interacting with a lot of people before I even stepped foot at work. And so I remember for that, the rest I came, that was like maybe a Tuesday. I went back to work on Thursday cause I work remote on Wednesday and I gathered what little stuff that I could. And I, I that was the last time I was in the office. And so I was like, okay. So, and I think like by the following Wednesday, they had made the decision to close. And so I was like, okay. Your, your job or your job or the city? The, my job. Your job, okay. My job. So and they had I done think, that in in advance of the city shutting yes. down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yeah, but by that that I think the thirteenth, people were given the green light to start working remote if they wanted to, and then I think by the sixteenth, officially, the office was closed. Like you couldn't I come see. back in. I see. Um, I see. Yeah, and so I, like I, I think just real quick to give our listeners context, obviously we're we're right smack. You know, we're at the in epicenter, the epicenter of the, of of the, the outbreak. In, yeah, actually, you're right. I was about to say the U.S., but really and truly, no, it's in the, the world. I think it's recently it's recently shifted to Brazil, like within the past week. Right, 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 right. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but for a long time running, it, it absolutely was right here in New York City. Um, and so just for our listeners who are outside of New York, um, as Nana's been talking about, for us here in, in the city... Our the way the what the city called it was New York on pause or the state actually because this came from Cuomo, mm-hmm. so it was called New York on pause, and that went into effect on March twenty second, which was a Sunday. I don't know if you remember, it was a Sunday, Mm-mm. and I don't know if you recall that weekend before. I remember this seeing this in 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 news reports. They were talking about how like young folk were still out at bars and still yeah. partying. still going hard. I didn't yeah. go out that weekend. You know, I love to go out. You I do. stayed my black ass at home. It was, was like, so yeah, interesting. Shit's getting yeah. hot. Let me just stay my ass at home. I'm not trying to. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. remember that first that first weekend when I decided that I wasn't going to work anymore. I was like, I'm not. I'm. <laughs> I'm not leaving the house. Oh well, it, you barely leave the house. Okay, so, be nobody. I, first of all, I'm. Very no, nice I'm not even coming for you. I feel I'm like just that saying. Was <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying. 
you you barely come out as is, so I'm sure you had no plans of coming out no. in the middle of all no. this. No, no, yeah. not a lick. And then I remember a couple of my friends had I like you know scrolling Instagram. I saw them out, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing outside? Do y'all not know?" But like, at this was super early. No, I don't think any if anything people were like, "Let me just get my last night in. Let me have my last weekend." And then I, I kind of regret not doing that, low key, but it's okay. <laughs> you could have came with. Well, let, no. me get, let me get my last hoorah in. You know no. what I mean? No, 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 no. But um, yeah. So I, I was like, okay, we're still figuring this out. Maybe I was surprised at the severity that China was taking things, and that's how I knew this may be a little bit more serious than I even thought it was. Like when they started, like. I know that they had put, they shut Wuhan down pretty instantly, but when it like spread to the outer, I don't know, cities, I don't know what they call them. um, In China. States. Yeah. Then I was kind of provinces. Thank you. Yeah. We want to be as accurate as possible. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, as soon as I realized that this was like a whole country thing, I was like, oh shit. Because China's big as fuck. Bill, like, they have a billion people in their country. And it was, like, no games. And so I was like, okay, there's definitely no way that we could think that we're going to be isolated. And then it kind of sp- went to Italy and then Paris. And then I was like, okay, we we really no. need to start paying t- attention to this. And Pay more attention, yeah. And no, I, I think... My bad, my bad. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I knew the idiot that we have in office wasn't going to do anything. So it was on (laughs) us to kind of make sure that we took care of ourselves and stayed as a whole separate episode. For sure. For sure. Which which I'm sure we'll get to. Uh, You know, it's, I guess you, you, and I think this is a, 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 probably as a result of you, you are very plugged in with the news. I know you stay, you stay abreast with what's going on. I do. Um, and I think for, at least for myself, and maybe this is the case for some of our listeners and other people, I think when I finally started taking it seriously or thinking of like, whoa, this shit's about, is going to eventually hit us was Italy. Because once I okay. started seeing how hard it had hit Italy and the way the journalists and reporters and, 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 and you know, kind of everyone was talking about was the fact that. They kept reminding people, reminding uh, viewers and listeners that, hey, look, what's happening in Italy, that's two, maybe three weeks at the most Nigga, out ten of what's going to happen here in the U.S. Ten yeah. days. And once I heard that, I was like, oh, shit, they, they're, they ain't fucking around. Like, they're right. Like, this, once, once this hits us, we're going to have the exact same thing. And I kept, and, and at that point, I kept letting people know, like, in, in conversation with folks, I was like, yo... I don't know if y'all paying attention to what's happening in Italy, but that's about to be us in like two or three weeks mm-hmm. like at the most. Yeah. But I think at that point, people still were thinking like it wasn't going to be this big thing. It wasn't going to affect it's, us as it's much. It's not as bad as the flu. It's the same thing as the yeah. flu. Like you heard all of that that's shit. Just, yeah. But I was like, nah, bro. Italy, Italy is going through it right now. Mm-hmm. Like they're going through it. That's that's going to be us. You know? I remember, so I, I think... Yeah, no, the first time I think I heard when Italy, like, lost, like, 600 people in a day. Like, 600 people died in a day. And then it was, like, 900. I don't think they ever... They may have gotten up to 1,000. I don't remember. Oh, they did. No, they absolutely broke that. Yeah. And I was like, that... Like, we can't compare this to the flu anymore. We can't compare this to, you know, 
diseases that we've had in the past. Like, I ain't never heard of a thousand people dying in a day. Ever, ever, never. And like, and then, like you said, people kept mentioning that, like, we're only 10 days ahead of you. We're two weeks ahead of you. You guys have to prepare. You have to. And so, like, that was when. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't heed because, well, I personally, I feel like people were paying attention, but. Yeah. uh, On the, on a federal level. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It never clicked for that idiot. But again, the response was still pretty lax. So, so we've been talking about kind of the, the early start uh, of, of quarantine here in New York City. So I'm curious, and I think you, you, you spoke about it a little bit. So it sounds like when, when things first jumped off, you were thinking like maybe two weeks, three weeks, and we good. We'll be mm-hmm. out of here. <laughs> okay. Because I, I, I think I, for me, it was the opposite. I think once I saw just the, the, kind of the level at which it was hitting Italy, I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, yo, we're, we're fucked. Especially knowing who was at the helm and yeah. who was kind of going to be coordinating our, our federal response. I My hopes were not high. And I kind of had a, I kind of had like a bad feeling about it. I was like, yo, this, this could, this might, this might go sideways. But I think similar to you, I still think that I was kind of hopeful. Like, oh yeah, maybe maybe three maybe a month at the most yeah and we'll all quarantine we'll all stay in at the same time we'll all kind of take this seriously and then boom bang we'll be back out everything's good <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and clearly we were both wrong you know what very i mean very much so that very much so yeah that. <laughs> well uh, i'm cur- in in that same breath do you feel differently about the measures we've taken now than you did then and i guess that's a that's a not not necessarily a loaded answer, but I think that's been one of my big frustrations here in the U.S. was that it wasn't a coordinated response. Mm-hmm. So each state was kind of just doing their own thing and going right. about it in their right. own way. Right. Um, but at, at the very beginning, did you feel like the, the measures, at least here in New York City or New York State, was taking, did you feel like they were too drastic? Do you feel like they weren't enough? Like, what was your read on that initially? Initially, I mean, I, I guess the the you know the easy answer is no. I don't think that they were drastic enough. I think, okay, or that they like for a long time it felt like Cuomo and De Blasio were like having a fucking dick contest. They always and, are. Having, they've yeah. been having an ongoing one for years at this and point. And it was just like, bro, people are fucking dying. Like, y'all need yeah. to get over this shit. Like, I remember yeah. when, like you said, I'm I'm plugged in. So I probably listened to every one of fucking Cuomo's uh, briefings. Which have been really good, by the way. Okay. You're probably at just catching the highlights. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's pro- Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not watching I'm not watching the full he's thirty, forty minute through. cuts. Yeah, he's ruining the view for me every time. So I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there watching it. But like, I remember there was this one time. I think they were trying to make the decision about closing schools, and De Blasio was talking about how he thinks it's a good idea and we need to, you know. And then no, that's wrong. That's wrong. De Blasio was, was one, one of the last stay. people. He wanted the schools to stay open. He was it. He was one of the last people to change his mind about the schools needing to close. I don't know if you remember that. He wanted the schools oh, to no. be open. 
Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I, I thought it was the other way around. Nah, nah. Teachers and, and a lot of people were saying, hey, we need to close these schools down. And de Blasio was real. He dragged his feet. It wasn't until like he got a lot of pressure, particularly from teachers, before he finally kind of conceded, like, all right, let's close these down. So then maybe it was when he decided to keep them closed. Because I remember it was a back and forth about, like, whether or not we were going to be reopening the schools. And I was like, we don't even know what the fuck is going to happen tomorrow. Like, why are we talking about that? Yeah. And then I think Cuomo said something about he doesn't have the authority to... I don't know. Whatever. It was... Definitely, it felt like a dick-slinging contest. No, it was. It was very much a dick-measuring contest between the two. And then the hard... And this is where I'm trying to be, like you know, share in the grace that I'm giving. Like, I think because so much about this virus we didn't know about, we had never met this bitch before. And so, like, (laughs) I kind of felt like, you know, the hesitation to make drastic moves to, like, shut down the entire state. Like, I don't know. I don't have those pressures. I don't know what it is to kind of be responsible for mil- you know millions of people not going yeah. to work and yeah. you know yeah. people who have small businesses not being able to open and yeah. you know all like i i the severity of making those decisions are not lost on me the, the um, and so yeah. of course and so and yeah. i for and because this is something that is so new to us even when it comes to trump like it's kind of like <sighs> oh you cutting this nigga some slack I is thought about it. I thought about it. Happened on I, our no, it's not. No, because then I re- then I remember early. I think it was like early, like mid March, that Times article came out about how they had in January they had done a test on like our readiness for a like a um a biomedical pandemic and like how would how would we be do we have the infrastructure in place to kind of combat something like this they did a test on this stuff in january that motherfucker never even read the briefing like so then all of this news came out about how we knew early on that the coronavirus was on its way and he didn't do anything and then it was like even if i wanted to cut you some slack you just fucked yourself because look at you dingbat but in respect to the states <laughs> you know, he's also an idiot. So he wasn't sharing that information. So I kind of, I, I do give grace in that regard. Like I don't, this is not, we, none of us have ever lived through anything like this before. And so, um, Uh, I hear what you're saying. It's like hard for, for, for me to pass judgment. If I think that the decision, I'm just telling you my point. No, I know. I I, I know. I know. I agree with you a hundred percent. I think, there's definitely blame to be had and you know people were kind of pussyfooting around but i think i i can't it's also very hard for me to judge just knowing that i didn't have to make those decisions i don't know what it is to be responsible for eight million people and so like i hear you that point i'm still trying to be like you know a little bit understanding no for sure and i get that And and i think that's a valid sentiment to have a valid thought to have but my my at least at least how I would approach this if I was ever if I ever found myself in the position of having, you know, speaking about de Blasio in this instance of having eight to nine million people in my in my care or my custody, I'm always going to err on the side of caution. Absolutely. And 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 de Blasio's done that before, mind you. Mm-hmm. Think about 
I want I don't know if it was last year or two years ago when we thought we were going to have this huge blizzard that was going mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm, remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He shut down the MTA and a lot of he got a lot of flack for it, but it was like, "Hey, look, we don't know what the scope of this is going to be yeah. and and we we still have Sandy in the back of our mind. Mm-hmm. We know that we didn't necessarily respond Do, yeah, as quickly the way that as we should yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like I feel like it's I, I if I was ever in that position of being a mayor a governor, the president, I'm always going to operate from an abundance of caution. If I'm, if you're going to give me heat, give me heat for overreacting, then underreacting. A thousand percent. Un- underreacting means loss of life, loss mm-hmm. of property, loss mm-hmm. of, of so many things. I'd much rather err on the side of caution and catch heat for that on the back end. You know what I, I mean? I, I cannot and, disagree with you at all. And and I kind of wish that that was the same position that they had taken. It was just, let's just, let's overreact. Mm-hmm. Again, as you mentioned, because this is, and it's literally in the name, it's a novel coronavirus. We don't know anything about it. Yeah. Let's, let's err on the side of caution. But again, to be fair, as you've been saying, the, you know, obviously there's a whole lot that goes into making those kinds of decisions that, yeah. that even that even we as a public are not necessarily privy to. So I can understand you maybe, you know, showing us some grace or, or cutting us some slack. But I think the 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 time where I stopped doing that for whether we're talking about de Blasio, Cuomo, or Trump, is once we saw how serious of an issue it was, period. I feel like that was the time to now really kind of change course or or make some adjustments because hey that's ha- that happens the, you know whether you're talking about the, the conversation we're having now or sports you 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 sometimes you have a game plan and shit it's the fan and you need to kind of uh, regroup adjust, divert yeah, regroup, adjust all take that a quick shit. time yeah. out all yeah. of that yeah. and, and 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 i feel like at least here in the city and in the state it felt like that that there was some thought to that but on the federal level that absolutely never happened to this this day there was no federal response yeah. to these mother like when i sit back and i think about it it like it just it angers me to no avail i remember i think it was one of the briefings and he it was like jared kushner or some shit was talking about that their stockpile wasn't for the states it's ours who the fuck is ours, bro? Yeah, what does our mean? Who, who is ours? The like, military, maybe? I don't, I don't, what does that even what mean? What are you talking like? And yeah. so, like, that there just lets me know you, like, there's, we couldn't have thought that we were going to get the type of leadership that we needed in order to address this very, very serious pandemic, when they're thinking of things as ours and yours and theirs. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to order supplies for you. It's the, like, what are you, what are you talking about? (laughs) What are you, there are nurses fucking wearing the same mask for five days. They had these women and these doctors, like men and women fucking trying to save people's lives in garbage bags. Like the shit was just so while and this this buffoon is sitting here talking about approval ratings and what the media is and isn't saying and so i mean like even if to think about this weekend my nigga you're fucking golfing and we're on the precipice of a hundred thousand and we've since passed it at this point but yeah no you're right you're right and i and i think 
I don't know. I don't. And I don't know what the emotion was for you. The the overwhelming emotion I've had since since the pandemic started here in the U.S. is really just embarrassment. Oh I'm my em- god! Yeah. I'm embarrassed. Thoroughly. I'm embarrassed that that this is our reality. Oh, you know, we're supposedly supposed to be a superpower. You know, kind of leading the. You know, all of that good bullshit. A lot of times that we. We kind of say, uh, uh, we kind of talk about ourselves. I'm just embarrassed that this is what's happening here of mm-hmm. all places, mm-hmm. you know. And and I I I I hate the term third world country, and and it's problematic in a lot of different ways. But there's so many third world countries <laughs> that have handled this that have handled this volumes of levels better than like, we have. Absolutely. And what does that say about us? Nothing. You know what I mean? It's embarrassing. Nothing. Nothing. That, that's nothing the overwhelming emotion that I have. I'm just embarrassed. I'm. A, sure. I'm embarrassed. A lot of times, you know, I, and and I think that's the benefit that maybe I have sometimes of of being an immigrant in this country, um, and you are as well. And maybe not as direct as you being born on other soil, but you're a first generation, and and we've kind of explored all that that means in in season two, but. At, at the end of the day, I'm still American. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I still feel that same embarrassment. You know what I mean? Like, I'm embarrassed. Like, this, it's embarrassing that this is what's happening here. There's, there's no, absolutely no reason this is what None. should have None. transpired. None. And, of course, it, you know, maybe it, I'm sure it's still very early in the game. Uh, the, the, the historians will do their part of kind of assessing and breaking down this period of time in our history. But when it's all said and done, I, I think that's what's going to be the lasting mark, certainly on Trump and certainly on his presidency. And mind you, this is kind of the stuff that Hillary and, and a lot of other people were talking about in 2016 is is what's going to happen when we have something on this magnitude. Mm-hmm, on this level. Mm-hmm. Who do you want at the helm? Who do you right. want behind the wheel, right. so to speak? Right. This right. is what we were talking about. Right. And now we're here and we're living it and we're seeing exactly how it's playing out. You know, but what I mean? the you you I agree with you. And the sad the saddest part to me though, even outside of being embarrassed, is mm-hmm. what's the emotion you have? The the mm-hmm. the overwhelming emotion you feel about of all this. For me, it's embarrassment, just straight embarrassment. I yeah, it may, I'm angry. I'm angry. That too. That too. I'm angry that there are people who are boycotting. Well, which people? Don't say people. We know what. That oh, I'm oh, sorry. You because <laughs> I mean, like you Let's know, we, we 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 talked. <laughs> we created this outline. I don't know this past weekend. Yeah, we've been talking about recording this episode and then in the matter of two days everything got turned on its head and so when i think of protesters i'm not thinking of those in minneapolis i'm thinking about those idiots who were marching down to capitol the capitol building in their states because they wanted haircuts and they wanted to sit at a bar and like you know people always joked about you know, America needs, you know, a great equalizer, something that's going to come in and remind us that like, we're all the same people. We're all one, how much we need each other, how much, you know, there isn't much um, against us. And everybody jokes that it's going to be the aliens. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, the Lord in my, that's who I'm going to assume is doing this to us 
to show us something, whoever you pray to and believe in, or whoever you decided is, <laughs> I don't know, sending us some sort of a lesson. Yeah. He brought us that equalizer. This virus was a small taste of whatever you could have thought of that we needed to come together to fight hand in hand against. And now I know when the aliens come, y'all going to be rooting for the fucking alien. <laughs> y'all going to be marching for the alien. This might be our only hope. I got the call. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that is, yeah. that's so, it, it just makes me so angry that in the face of of frontline responders and nurses who had to block these protesters from obstructing ambulances who were driving to hospitals to save people y'all are sitting in the street Can you imagine the, for uh, what I, it's 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 for it's what so, it's so bizarre and so crazy and at this, in the same vein, though, and at the same time, I agree with you. Anger, anger, I think, is my my second um, emotion that I've been feeling outside of embarrassment. But I think at the same, uh, the, maybe the third emotion that I've been uh, feeling, in some ways, and and you know, everyone out there, forgive me for even saying this way. I'm I'm going to try and just talk through it. In some ways, I'm almost happy that this is happening. In, and then I'll explain why, just in the sense that it's exposing what America really is. Yep. This is who no we are. No one can be surprised anymore. Yeah, I don't want to hear no shit about I didn't know. Yeah. No, I never thought. How yeah, could no, this, this be? None this of that. None this of it. Who we are. A this thousand is who percent. We are. And 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 again, I'll, I'll I'll pose the same question, and and it's it's more rhetorical than anything. What does that say about us? Mm-hmm. If if this is what we are. What does that say about us? And and right. and 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 maybe because right now you know we're, we're still kind of in the fray, so to speak. We're, you know, we're, we're not in the clear just yet, and the jury's still out on how long it'll be before we ultimately are. But the question that I think we're really going to have to wrangle with is how do we move forward from this? Right. Right. And and right. and 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 if 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 anything, if this provided a moment for us. Kind of a, you know, I don't know. If, I think this is like work lingo, a clarifying discussion, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Th- that's what we're in right now. Right. We're all in different ways having a clarifying discussion about what America is and what it isn't. Right. Now, the 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 what what I'm curious to see is what's going to come out of this. Who, mm-hmm. who do we decide to be outside of this, or once mm-hmm. we move on from that? Mm-hmm. And you know. In a lot of ways, when it comes to talking about stuff on that on that scale, on a macro scale, I tend to be a pessimist, but I don't even want to be in this instance. I want to be optimistic. I want to hope and that that we really will seize this opportunity to kind of just have a different reality for ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's my hope. I agree. I I think yeah. the only I love I love that question. Um, and I think that we have never had this amount of time of stillness to even think about it, Yep. yep. which is something that I don't know that, I mean, even me speaking personally, I don't think that I took the opportunity of how quiet my life has been for the last three months 
Um, definitely not in the beginning. I didn't take advantage of it. Um, and so I wonder how many people have sat and and thought about that. I definitely saw that question floating around. So I know people are thinking about it. Which 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 one is that? Which question? Like what what who are we gonna be after all of this? Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and the what is unfortunate is that we cannot make those, we can't make that decision in our siloed communities, in our, in our own tribes. I think this is, and, and like we've said, we don't have the leadership that can grapple with even thinking about at the moment, at, at the, the mo- moment, at yeah. the moment, yeah. um, you know, thinking about that's the last thing that that's on that motherfucker's mind. He thinks he's yeah. killing it right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is a thing that scares me. And then even with the way that like some states have started to reopen and the way that people are moving, it's just like, y'all, I don't, y'all, did y'all not learn anything mm-hmm. during this time? Like it just, it makes me so nervous about the future. And I, when 2020 started, I was so excited about like everything that I knew I was going to do. And I think yeah. now I'm thinking about how are we going to move? But I think that's a, that's a black people thing anyway. I feel like a lot of the that's, time. that's always been our, our, yeah. our plight in, in that vein. And, and I'm happy you kind of, uh, that, I think that's a great segue. Cause I think for the bulk of this, the conversation we've had up to this point, we've been kind of talking about things on the macro scale, but I'm curious and and of course, only if you're comfortable sharing or as much as you're comfortable sharing, how have you been personally affected by the pandemic or by COVID-19? Has it hit you personally in, in your life and in your circle? And yeah, I'll, I'll, I just want to give you some time to talk about that and then I'll, I'll definitely do the same. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it has. Um, at the beginning of this, you know, my immediate tribe, like, you know, my sorority sisters, the people that I talk to kind of like every day. Um, it was just so interesting to me, the amount of people that like, uh, that they either they knew or friends of friends that they knew who were, who was catching Rona and then dying from it. Um, oh, you so kind of people in your, uh, that, that. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You scared me when you lost smell and taste. And I was like, we didn't know that was a, a symptom yet. My my best friend, uh, she caught pneumonia. That really scared the shit out of me. Um was it she, did it ultimately end up being attached to she COVID-19 never she never got tested, but so who um, knows kind of thing. But, yeah, but like, you know. Okay. Um, and then unfortunately I lost an uncle to COVID. Um Fuck. Yeah, he went to an event. Um, wasn't feeling well. He was—I didn't know this, but he was—he's as—he was asthmatic, and it kind of just hit him really hard. Damn. Um, is that is was that here in New York or? Mm-hmm, yeah. And so your yeah. your mom's brother or your your, your um I, so you I'm Ghanaian so this was a family friend but like oh, I've I, known him since I, I was in the okay. third grade and so oh, you don't gotta explain I know yeah <laughs> I, it wasn't blood but you're still your no own. that I, yeah I that yeah goes. and it was crazy because I had just seen him in February wow um 
my aunt was being honored at the archdiocese. And so they had this like huge event. Yeah. I remember you mentioned the cathedral. Yeah. And I saw him that day and that was, I like, I didn't get a chance to talk to him because like, it was like, there were so many people there, but um, that was the last time that I saw him. And like, you don't like, I mean, you know, that was the church that I grew up in. This is our 25th anniversary. They were planning a huge celebration. I knew that I was going to be there, you know? And so like, there, there are so many things that you think that you're going to get a chance to, to do and to spend time with people. And then something can come and just take them. Mm-hmm. Um, something that you were not even, couldn't have even fathomed. And so, yeah. And it was interesting to me. And this also, I always assumed that like, you know, maybe it was just because I, my circle is very black. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't have a lot of close friends who are outside of the diaspora. Well, yeah. Or who who are not black. um, Okay. And so like, it was so interesting to me, like even when I heard from coworkers of people that they knew that passed away or friends and family that they had that passed away, they were all black people. And then I remember early on Cuomo would do this thing where he would like salute either like first responders who had passed away from COVID and mm-hmm. they were all black. And I was like, some in a water ain't some, right. Some, why is it, yeah, why is it all these black people are dying? And then, yeah. Yeah. you know, we got the research that black people are disproportionately affected. Um, and so like that kind of just hurts even more, but you know, whenever I hear that number, the number go up, I just remember, like, I know, some of those numbers, you know what I'm saying? Like I, that is like, it's just not another digit to me. Yeah. Yeah. And the New York times had a, had, uh, I believe it was over this weekend. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the front, front page, page yeah, was listing, uh, not all of the 100,000 or at that point, maybe, you know, the high nineties, whatever it was, but just some of their stories. And that really, that hit me hard. Cause I, I went through it a little bit. And yeah, you, and I think that's what's my fear is maybe that's what's being lost in all this, especially when certain segments of this country are pushing for us to kind of just return to normal mm-hmm. is just the amount of sacrifice and the amount of loss that we've experienced mm. up to this point. And for us in the U.S., this is by far well beyond anything that we've experienced in our life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and certainly... Uh, we could probably even, uh, yeah. If you if you think about it, really and truly, it goes all the way back to the Spanish flu in, in 1918. That was over 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, we've we've already surpassed, you know, the Vietnam the Vietnam War. You know, all just a lot uh, every you know a lot of different conflicts and things that we've been involved in. This is a lips that in a matter of weeks and weeks, bro. in weeks, not months or or you know the Vietnam War stretched stretched for a couple of years. Years in weeks. weeks. In weeks, and and it's kind of my my fear is that is that that's getting lost on some people, and and that's why I really I really appreciate the fact that the New York Times um, dedicated the front page recently recently to telling some of those people's stories. Mm-hmm. These aren't just statistics; these aren't just numbers. And a lot of times, when we think of things, especially on this scale. It, it's very easy to kind of lose the human aspect of it. For sure. But going through some of those and, and hearing some of those, it was like, oh, no, these these are these were people who are, you know, valued members of their family, of their communities. Mm-hmm. 
you know, who... And then, like, whole families, bro. Like, yeah. multiple members yeah. of the same family yeah. who have I passed away. Imagine. Yeah. And of... then, like, even, even when we were kind of dealing with it, per- like, the one thing that you don't realize is, like, you can't even mourn your person, the person oh. that you lost. That's so the- like they die in a in a in a whole other kind of way for you where you're still carrying it because like um they were able to host a small funeral, but it was like max 10 people. Um and then the they weren't no one was able to go because this was kind of like like mid-April. So it was a little crazy here in New York. Um and so the only person that was able to go to the burial was the priest. And then, of course, the people who, you know, man the cemetery. So, yeah. like, I, you know, so then after this, we'll be going to have another funeral. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you can't go. I couldn't go to my aunt's house and hug her. I couldn't talk to my cousin. You know, like, everything has to be through the phone. Like, you can't, you know, be there for your family the way that you want to. And, like, that's another thing that, it, like, it never really leaves you. You know, it's it's no, just it's sure. so fucking weird, bro. It's like sure. that's kind of like another thing that I don't think people think about. Like, there's no way to kind of say goodbye to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and d- did have you caught it? Do you know? Like, have you caught COVID nineteen? Well, I was saying this early in the beginning. Like, I think we all kind of got it, and then now we find out about like the, you know, go take the antibody test. I kind of wanted to do that. My mom is a little scared; she doesn't want to find out. And I'm like, we. Why is that? I don't know. I don't. I mean, because I there's like a kind of a a luxury, you know, uh, what is it? Ignorance is, is bliss. There's a kind of a. I see. That like you don't have to worry. Like we're we're doing everything that we can. <laughs> She be gloved up, mask on, all that kind of stuff. But um, you haven't gotten sick. I so haven't. No. February or maybe by the grace of God. Back to the start of this year. So no, nothing no. that leads you to believe that you might have. Okay. Well, no. you you know my experience, and I and I I think I shared it with you. Actually, that same week, um, I actually ended up in the hospital. This was the second week of March. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at the gym. Um, earlier that day, working out, I was on the treadmill, um, uh, go, doing doing a run, and probably about halfway through, I think I was probably like the two or three mile mark, my chest just seized up. I just started feeling like real sharp pain in my chest, and I didn't think any, I didn't think it was anything dire or drastic, um, at least not early on, because I figured it was pro- maybe it was heartburn, because I've had like like heart like bad bouts with heartburn before and i think i'd eaten i'd eaten something that had a lot of tomato in it tomatoes is is fairly acidic so i figured i was like hey i'm probably just having some really hard bad heartburn i got off the treadmill there was a ride in across the street i went in and i grabbed some tums you know swallowed down a few and it didn't go away i still had that same kind of like pressure in my chest and it was it was it was it was a different kind of pain that i haven't really experienced before uh-huh and once it was kind of lingering i was like you know what i i called my mom my mom's a nurse and i was like you know let me just check in with her you know let me let her know the symptoms i'm experiencing mm-hmm. she, maybe she'll have a good grasp or might be able to kind of let me know what what's going on yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but i think and i did that and i spoke with her for a little bit and and when things weren't getting any better um, she let me know to go, just go to the hospital. And okay. 
I think my my hesitation at that point was for one at that point I didn't have any health insurance. So the kind of mental calculus I was doing at the time was okay, I don't feel well, I know something's wrong, but if I go to the hospital, what's that bill going to run me? <laughs> Cuz I don't I don't I don't That shit I is so have, real. Yeah. It is real. Yeah, yeah. And I was like I I can't I literally can't afford to go to the hospital. Yeah. Literally setting foot, once you go past those those automatic doors, you, that already were already talking two thousand. Just just you got in there and yeah. someone took your name and checked your vitals, were already in the thousands. Just that alone, just that alone. So I knew I knew I couldn't. I knew I wasn't gonna to because uh, I was here at home at the, at the at that point here in Flatbush in Brooklyn. So I was like, I'm not gonna call an ambulance because again, oh, that's was, that's, was, that's a grip too. Yeah, I was like, an ambulance. That's horrible, friend. I was like, an ambulance. I was I was literally doing this calculus in my mind in real time. I was like, yeah, an ambulance. That's two three racks. Period. Like just again, just entering into the back of that ambulance. That's two three thousand. I was like, you know what? Let me catch an Uber. So I caught an Uber out out to. Um, Shit, it's escaping me now. It's actually not. It's actually not far from my old job. Uh, it was New York Presbyterian, um, in in uh, uh, close to World Trade Center. But anyhow, I I got in there, um, and this was, I believe, it was March 9th. and so things hadn't really set off here right, right. just yet. But there was already a few cases, maybe one or two or three, okay. and really truly. When we look back on it now, we know there's probably thousands. Oh, just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hadn't tracked it. Right. Um, but anyhow, I was in the hospital. And at that point, they were already taking all the precautions, all the nurses. Everyone was in full PPE. Um, protective. What was Protective. What Personal is that? protective. You got it. Personal equipment. equipment. Yeah. So they were already donning all that and doing that. And so I got the gamut. Ran all the tests. I got an EKG. I got a cat. um uh, I got a, a full CAT scan the whole night. And by the time you went to the hospital, you were still in pain. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was. I was. Um, and, yeah, they did all the tests. Couldn't find anything. You know, so they let me know, hey, just go ahead and head home. Monitor it. If anything comes up, let us know. Or not just come back, but, you know, check in with your primary care physician. Okay, okay. And if, and if it is an emergency, absolutely come back. So, all right, bet. No problem. I went home. Um, and probably, if not the next day, two days at the most afterwards, I was sick. And it felt like, it felt like I had the flu or like flu-like mm-hmm. symptoms, as mm-hmm. they say. Um, so I didn't think anything of it. I've been, you know, we've all been sick before. I was like, all right, you know, and I think at that time, the, the direction was if you, if you think you may be sick, just self-quarantine right? out of an abundance of caution, you know, our systems are overloaded. We can't afford to test everyone. Just assume if you're sick that you have, yeah, stay at home for two weeks, all that. I was like, cool. No problem. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely adhere to that and do that. But I think the 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 at the point at which things kind of got weird or concerning for me was I think a day or two after I got sick, I completely lost my my sense of taste and smell. I'd made some some Italian food that night. Um, I'd made some pasta, some meatballs, 
you know, the works, everything. Mm-hmm. You know, Italian food is flavorful. You know, you 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 can't miss that flavor. And that's so why you were cuisine. why you were cooking, you couldn't smell, or was it like I didn't notice it then. It was when I took the first bite of my plate and I couldn't taste anything. Wow. And, and and a lot of people have asked me to kind of explain what that's like. It's hard to unless you've kind of unless you've experienced it, but literally just chewing and you don't taste anything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that definitely kind of threw me for a loop. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why can't but I? But like you didn't you didn't think it had anything to do with what was happening to no, you. Because at that point, at that point, at least here in the US. That wasn't a symptom that that the CDC or any of the health folks had put out as as a potential sign of exposure or infection. You know what I mean? I, it wasn't until I'd kind of done my research later on that I discovered in a lot of other countries, Italy in particular, um, and South Korea and China as well, they'd already started um, alerting the public that hey, if you notice that you're experiencing uh, uh, it, whether it's a drastic loss of, of of taste and smell or complete, that that's a telltale sign of COVID infection. You know what I mean, crazy. So that that word had not made its way out here in the state. So I didn't I didn't put two and two together right till probably a week or two later when they finally that that announced that yeah yeah, yeah. was making its way. Here. I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's what the going on. oh, so I and had it. How long did that last? Um, that lasted, I was probably sick. I was probably seven to 10 days a week. Maybe You lost your, your taste and your smell for seven to 10 days? Probably just about. Probably oh my God. About. No, well, let me, let me, let me rewind. I was sick for that span of time. Okay. Okay. So I when, when you say sick, smell. like what you were nauseous, well, headache, smell. No, all, all the classic symptoms they've been talking about. Uh, Fever. No, I, that's the one that was absent for me. And I think that's one thing I would stress to folks now who are listening is that the COVID-19 is by no means a one-size-fits-all mm-hmm. uh, disease. We, they don't know what the fuck this thing is, y'all. Yeah, it's still very early on. And, and everyone or a lot of people are experiencing different symptoms or having different experiences with being sick with it. So that's one thing I would let people know. As I'm kind of sharing my experience, by no means, please don't take this as indicative of what you will experience. If by chance you do come down with it, Um, just, you know, definitely pay attention to and keep track of whatever your symptoms may be. Um, But anyhow, for me, no no fever at all. Um, I had chills. And I had the shortness of breath. And that's the one thing I would definitely like highlight or draw attention to for folks. That shit is real. Everything mm. you hear them talking about that and the way folks are kind of, you know, struggling to breathe at certain points. That's very real. And and for anyone that doesn't know, I, I'm I'm an avid runner. I've been running more or less my whole life. I do two, three miles, probably two or three times a week. So my cardiovascular is is good. I'm good. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And even then that it 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 took me out cuz I live on the third floor of my apartment and I obviously I go up that those three flights of stairs probably two or three times a day. Mm-hmm. But when I was sick, going up one time 
literally once I got to the third floor, I had to like put my hand on the side and like catch my breath because that's how short a breath I was. Like just going up my usual three flights of stairs damn near ruined me on a few occasions. Um, So that's one thing that I I would definitely like let people know to pay attention to if you feel like you're getting sick is, is, is pay, you know, pay mind to that shortness of breath. Cause as they've been talking about it, it's, it's, it's real. You know what I mean? And it wasn't until last week I went into city MD and, and they're an urgent care clinic here in New York city. Um, and I think they might even be tri-state. I know they have a few in Jersey as well. Um, I went and got an antibody test last week and I got the results back yesterday, which confirmed that I had antibodies in my system. Now, Mind you, the jury's still out in terms of the efficacy or the the, the accuracy Hello? Of, of those antibodies. Yeah. But I think for me in particular, having knowing the symptoms I experienced, that oh, you definitely had it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that coupled with the actual antibody test, I'm if not a hundred percent, probably ninety five percent certain right, right, right. that I caught it. That's so great, friend. I didn't know that. I like I remember when we talked. You were saying that you didn't feel well, but I don't think like people say that and it's like, I don't feel well means I don't, I have a headache mm-hmm. or I don't feel well means my stomach hurts or I don't like, mm-hmm. I think if you don't tell like the breath of like what it was that you were enduring, like I definitely had no idea that you were go- going through all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I think even for me, I think I also didn't, I didn't put two and two together until mm-hmm. maybe a week or two after I was starting feeling better mm-hmm. when they were starting saying that, oh yeah, if you've experienced a complete loss of senses, you know, taste and smell, that's one of the, like the, the huge telltale signs. That's when it finally clicked from like, okay, yeah, that probably is what I was experiencing that weekend. Wow. Just didn't know. Yeah. Because when I went to the hospital, I didn't get tested for it. Cause mind you at that point, this is early March. This is before even the, the, the lockdown at that point, yeah. um, the direction coming from the state or, and I think at that point, probably even on the federal level was only if you were very, very sick, literally. Or if, they, if, if you, you knew that you had traveled and if you had traveled yeah. to like China or Italy. That was or, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, they weren't testing you. I literally was in the hospital and I didn't get tested for it. You know what I mean? That's so crazy. So, so yeah, I mean, that, that was my personal experience with it um but i've also had uh my my brother uh one of his one of his best friends uh longtime friends lost his father um Mm. maybe maybe i think at this point maybe about three weeks ago and and my mom is a nurse as i mentioned earlier um so she's been out on the front lines she doesn't work in a hospital setting but she she uh, works with seniors, so she makes a lot of house visits, a lot of house calls, okay. and uh, well, God bless few, her. Thank you. Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and a few of her, uh, one patient in particular ended up getting sick, um, so she was at home for two weeks. Um, she ended up getting a uh, a test herself and also an antibody test. So she tested positive on the test to see if you have it right now. Mm-hmm. And then negative on the antibody test. So I think that just goes to show that a lot of this stuff is still kind of. Yeah, I mean, just, yeah. 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 It might, again, the, the make it make country sense. we live in. Yeah. 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 So it might be some time before kind of things fall in line in terms right. of 
hack everything is. But is she feeling? Yeah. Is she good though? Is she feeling okay? Oh yeah, she's good. She's back to work. Um, she's doing well. Uh, but yeah, this shit is real, you know. But I, th- the, I was joking with with Pierre and Kenton, uh, my 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 two best friends. I was joking with them. At least I have a story, you know. One day when I have grandchildren, I could tell them. You I can definitely I, I share. Yeah. <laughs> I was know, there. I had it. Right. Hey, old folk. Every time they talk about their walk to school, they always every time to <laughs> two miles. It's off exactly. off two miles. Then it was four. Your was, shit was you had it for that shit for six days. You gonna have yeah, it for twelve yeah. by the time you well, have your grandkids. I was in the hospital. I was on a later. My no, story, no, my no. story's gonna evolve. Absolutely not. I will not allow this. Absolutely not. Well, I'm when happy I'm that you're feeling better. When I'm eighty, I might not even remember the true details at that oh point. Oh my god. You know? You just gonna start compiling shit. No, no. I have the right to embellish. I lived in. I'll be there when you're eighty, and I'm gonna tell them all the truth. Damn, you gonna tell them? It's a lie. It was a lie. It's a lie. But no, I I will say I I definitely have a different appreciation for everything that's happening, and I'm I'm sure you can. I'm sure you probably do as well. Just based on the fact that for a long time, until maybe literally in the past couple of days that Brazil took over. We've literally been at the epicenter. It was it was China, then it was Italy, and then it was definitely just New York and New right. York City in particular. Right. Um, and and I think that's going to be we we probably don't have enough perspective or context now to fully appreciate it. But as time moves on, I think that's definitely going to be a part of all of our collective stories for those of Absolutely. us who are here. And, and witnessed it firsthand. You know. Yeah, what I mean? not the motherfuckers who left to their <laughs> childhoods. Well, I won't even, that other goofy I won't even, shit. I won't even hold you. That was one of them people. I made a quick. I <laughs> you made did. A, you did. You did. Absolutely did. I did. For a second, I didn't think you was gonna come back. <laughs> I was there for two weeks, um, but I think towards the end, it was really eating at me. Uh, that I wasn't doing what I could to not necessarily address it. You know, I don't have any medical training. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse, you know, so not, not in that aspect, but I think for me was, I definitely wanted to make sure I was here to document and record what's happening. And I've been fortunate enough to do that this, you know, in the past couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, I had my quick little getaway, but I came back. I came back. Crash. And I came back actually I came back the first week of April, which I don't know if you remember, that was the apex. Yeah. So when, when I came when back, I was like, damn, should I should I have come back? Internet <laughs> was telling me not to. You were telling me not to. A lot of I people was like, were like, bro, Yo, you can stay. Stay where you're at. Stay where you at. Because this I, I, is getting real crazy around here. No, I know, I know. But I, I don't think I would have I don't know if I would have forgiven myself, or maybe that's. I don't. I also maybe, agree. Forgiven's not you the should, word. Yeah, you. I would. You, you it would. Yeah. It would. I. I wouldn't have been. It. It would have bothered me if I was not here doing what I'm doing now in, sure. in documenting and kind of capturing what what's happening on the ground. That's your. That's your. That's your part. That's even. I think that's even. Yeah, that's a my greater ministry. part of your story. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's my ministry, and I, and, exactly. I, and I would. I wouldn't have felt right knowing that I was kind of just sitting on the sidelines. So and then I have a question. Yeah. For you. Cuz you give 
Talk to me. No, no, no. Not definitely not a ramble. But you've been giving me shit kind of since the beginning because I refuse to leave my house, y'all. Nobody that doesn't live here is not able to enter. We're not playing any games I, at I, all. I, I propose. But you be in these streets. I mean, not interviewing and recording this with you. But you're uh-huh. like, nah, you ain't coming no. to my house. No, no, you are not welcome. I, you, I'll meet you in the front. Keep my six feet. And call it, a, but you've been out here. So even as somebody who, which is kind of, and I, I think we talked about this a little bit mm-hmm. in uh, this weekend off the mic, where it was like, I'm, I don't know that I'm coming around to the notion of like starting to allow myself to be a little bit more free mm-hmm. during this time because I've been quarantined. If it's proper. not going You've been to doing the, the supermarket, yeah. if it's not going to pick up food, if it's if it's not essential, yeah. she's not doing, doing it. it. Yeah, yeah. Which is good, which I think is good to make that's it clear. Prob- yeah, that's and good. I, I mean, that's it's, how it's we definitely not anything. Good. I'm not. I'm not. But I, I have been sitting here thinking like, how long can I sustain this? Mm-hmm. How long, you know, is too long to be in isolation? Um. And it, it's been something that's been racking my brain. And every time you're like, Nana, like, you need to go. I'm like, where do you want me to go, nigga? Where, where am I going? What do you want me to do? <laughs> there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing to be done. But I do wonder, and not, I definitely am not a part of the people that think the cure is worse than the virus. Absolutely not. But I do want, like, eventually we're going to have to... Like, Rona's not going anywhere. And she may not be going anywhere for a couple of years. For some time, yeah. Like, even after we get the vaccine, she may still be around. And so we need to figure out a way to kind of live in tandem with her. (laughs) Um, And what does that look like? And how long do we wait? Like, these are conversations that I've been having with myself is, how long do we wait? Yeah. Or at least for me, how long do I wait to kind of do some of that mm-hmm. ex- like exploring outside of, you know, the block or two that I live mm-hmm. on. And so like for you as somebody who's had it and being fearless and getting on the train and mm-hmm. hitting other bird, like how are you able to do that? And I I think that's a great question and I, and I appreciate you asking it. Um I think one thing that I've tried my my hardest to be conscious of is making sure that that I'm not kind of uh what's the word I'm looking for I'm not kind of imposing the way I'm approaching it on other people and I and I will say I think for me the the main thing that's kind of kind of informed the way I've responded to it is the knowledge that I more than likely already got it now of course of course, you could get it again. Well, that's the thing, though. That and I, that's actually the point I was going to make. The jury's still out on that. We 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 are still in the early stages of knowing how, if if at all, how long your immunity does last if you've already been exposed to it once. But just speaking traditionally, just talking about virology or how viruses work, the for the most part, when you catch a virus, but that well, let me let me back up. When you catch a specific strain of a virus. And I think the okay. perfect example is the common cold. You get the cold maybe once or twice a year. because, And the reason why that is, is because there's so many different strains and mutations of, of, of that virus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But 
as as far as we know, and as much as the kind of the the scientific research has shown, for a lot of viruses, for the majority of viruses, once you've caught them one time, your body does build up a form of immunity against it. Now, what happens with the, with different viruses is that window of immunity is can vary. For some viruses, it's a lifetime. For some, maybe it's a couple, maybe it's a year or a couple of years. And obviously, we're we're way too early at this juncture to know what that's going to be for COVID nineteen. But I think for myself, I was comfortable enough knowing kind of how viruses tend to work for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, that if 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 the chances were pretty high that I already caught it, I. W- the fear of catching it now was removed for me. So, but the fact I that said, we don't know doesn't that mean you could you you could have it like you could have had it like three times. You're right. Before. You're right. But I think you, you're right. But I I I was just working on our understanding of and knowledge of viruses for you know the hundred or maybe hundred and some change years we've sure. been studying them. This is how they tend to work. And again, the jury's still out. May you know we'll 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 ultimately come to find out if that's true. But I think for me, what it was, I no longer had the fear of catching it. Got it. And I think for a lot of people, that's been the biggest fear weighing on folks is anytime I set foot out the house, anytime I go to Trader Joe's or I go to Keyfuls or, you know, I'm going for my grocery, I'm doing my laundry or whatever it may be. I think that's what's kept people, rightfully so, mind you, I'm I'm not saying this as a in a disparaging way, I, I think it's right for people to take this very seriously, especially for us as Black folk and people of color, because it's affecting us more. But for me, that fear was completely removed, hmm. and 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 in that way, in its own way, it kind of was liberating for me because I felt like, all right, I already caught this shit. I, <laughs> I'm I, I'm good, and I'm saying that with quotations. They can't see because uh-huh. they, uh-huh. they don't see the video. I'm good in the sense that I'm not worried about catching this no more. I can go and do it. Now that doesn't mean that I was go- I was out here and I was being reckless, no mask, sure. or gloves, or no. I was still taking, obviously, and still adhering to all of the precautions that have been set forth: the six feet, the mask, washing my hands regularly, wearing gloves if and when necessary. I've still been doing all of that. Even now, even mm-hmm. now, I'm still doing all that. But that big kind of like fear of catching it was removed from me. And yeah. I think that's what's kind of allowed me. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know, uh, uh, and, and that's probably most people at this point, what I've been doing since the last week of April, I've been traveling throughout the city and visiting um, different nonprofits and documenting how they're responding to COVID-19. And for a lot of nonprofits right now, that's addressing food insecurity, which for, I, I'm sure a lot of folks know, but for anyone who doesn't, right now that's one of the hugest crises mm-hmm. that we're that we're kind of dealing with or contending with right now. Obviously, because so many people are out of work, so many people um, um, are having problems or issues, you know, feeding their themselves and mm-hmm. their families. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing for the past, I guess, that's maybe now six weeks. I've been going, you know, I've at this point I've hit every borough, each of them probably twice, if not more at this point, kind of just showing what the response has been on the ground level. Um, but I, I know for sure I would not, I would, I absolutely would not have been as comfortable doing that 
had I not caught it already or had, mm-hmm. I, not, had I not thought that I caught it already. Mm-hmm. I would still mm-hmm. be doing it. I'm sure I'm, I know that I would still be doing it, but I would still maybe have some of that fear. Reservation. Of, exactly. Which, yeah. which hasn't been there now. I hope that's answered your question. No, yeah, because I, I mean, I think I don't. We, I don't think we've talked about your experience this intimately, mm-hmm. and for for me, I'm definitely scared to catch it. Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't know if you've if you've had it already, right? Yeah. Um, and I mean, I think logically, I feel like I must have. Maybe. But, we don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um Maybe you were asymptomatic and you just didn't know, you know? Yeah. You, you yeah. Know. I like yeah. I, that's I mean that's definitely where I'm leaning because by the grace of God I haven't had any issues. Okay. Um, and that's good. That's a blessing. No, I'm I've I definitely count myself extremely lucky. Yeah. Um but yeah, I wonder like am I is there something else that's happening to me now because of because of the fear of this thing that I that I don't know that I'm also not paying attention to. And so I, I yeah. appreciate yeah. you trying to push me to do more things and to get out more. Um and, and when you say that I I wanna I wanna make sure I follow up on that. And just to say that um I by no means I'm trying to like pressure <laughs> folks to go like hey you need no, to decide no, and do all this no. and even with you I think for w- when we've had this conversation off the mic and and I don't know if you recall my my question to you and it was more rhetorical than anything because this is just a larger question that we all have to contend with sure. is we can't stay inside forever but we can well, okay, well, you're right. Actually, you're right. No, no, technically you're right. We can, but then just there will be nothing left when we eventually right. do make our way right. back. Right, right. So I think my my fear now is I think that, and I'm not saying this in any way to kind of align myself with kind of what Trump has been saying and those people who are trying to, try, try, you know, kind of pushing for things to reopen. Mm-hmm. I'm, not saying it in, I'm not saying it in that context. I think mine is much more from a mental health standpoint of my fear or concern being, I think that long after, maybe even after we have a vaccine for this, is what are the what are the implications, the ramifications? You know, what are we going to be, the residue, what, what yeah. are we going to be left with in terms of people's mental health and their psyche after going through this? And this is very much is a traumatic experience. By oh, for sure. No, yeah, make no qualms about it. Regardless of, whether you realize it or not, regardless of the fact of maybe you've been safe at home and you know nothing, nothing's maybe happened to you or people you know, it's still you're still experiencing. You. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's still affecting yeah. you, and we're still kind of a collectively experiencing a wide scale traumatic experience at this point. My fear or my thoughts have kind of started steering towards what impact is that going to have on us in the long term? You sure. Know I mean? and no, that's I, I agree. About. And, I agree. and you know. Like agoraphobia is a thing. People having a fear of being in public spaces or being like in public transportation, that's gonna be real. People and I've yeah. and I've spoken with people. Uh, I don't I I put that on my story maybe last week, and a few people were responded to my Instagram story saying, Yeah, they're they're already feeling that right now. Yeah. You know? I mean it is it's definitely and again, I don't I mean, 
I go out when I absolutely need to. We yeah, probably only need to. Yeah. do food shopping like once every three weeks, and we, yep, yep. You know, like it's a it's a big rush of things mm-hmm. um, to sustain us for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not honestly until I'm online on the internet. No, online. I'm sorry, online in the supermarket. Oh, okay. where I realize, oh shit, it's a lot of people in here. Uh-huh. Like. Uh-huh. There's they're all over me. Yeah, yeah. And not and I mean, you know, my supermarket has done their due diligence. There's line markers and people kind yeah, of adhere. Yeah, yeah. But then there are people who don't and they want to reach over you to grab yeah, something yeah. or you know, they want to grab the juice before you do and it's just like, bro, like it's enough for all of us. Mm-hmm. You can you give me my 6 feet? You know what I'm saying? Um those are the times that I'm like, oh shit. And so I do, I thought about it the other day, like if and when my, my office opens up again, am I going to want to take the train every day? Am I going to, you know, mm-hmm. go to work later now mm-hmm. to, um, so that like there's less people during rush hour to go to work? Am I trying, am I like, I'm trying to like map out the best way for me to do the things that I need to do. And not engaging with the most people, you know, than I would typically. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it is it's a it's definitely a thing. I definitely wouldn't call it a agoraphobia. Like I'm not scared to be around people, but I do. I definitely catch myself thinking a lot more about like who's near me than I than I used to. Than you were before, and and that's real. And I and I don't, I don't there. I don't think there's any shame in that. And I think that's going to be the case for. Um, for a lot of us, um, but yeah, I, and I think that's going to be obviously one of those one of the the issues and and kind of concerns that we're going to have to figure out how to address because it's going to be real, and especially for us here in New York City because we we were at the epicenter and oh yeah, and there is you know there is no such thing as social distancing in New York City. Absolutely, we live we live on. On, on a series on of, top of each other with nine million each other. yeah, yeah there's, yeah, there's yeah. no as much as you may want to kind of operate or think that you're going to operate in this bubble that's just not practical and it's not going to happen no. and i hate to say that so bluntly but that's just not going to be a reality in new york city now sure. of course maybe maybe with businesses and restaurants they'll i, I think they'll obviously find ways to adapt, whether that's having reduced seating and all of that. But just talking about just just traversing New York City itself, that that's that's just not it's literally impossible. It's just yeah. no way we're going to do it. So I think then that that's when it leads up to kind of the, the what I've been asking is just like, well, well, what are the uh kind of concessions we're gonna have to make to to make that possible. And as as you spoke to very early on in this conversation, fortunately for you and I, those aren't the kind of questions we have to grapple with on a major scale. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. and, and that's and and shout out to the people who are tasked with doing that because that is that is a a, a heavy thing that and sure. and I'm grateful for the people you know a, the the kind of the minds that we have who are kind of parsing this kind of stuff through because that's the kind of stuff we're going to have to think about as 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 we uh as we move on. Uh so what's like what do you miss the most about life 
before COVID or BC as the folks, the good Googles have been or the internets have been calling it. I know, I know. So now we have two BCs, we have two, right? It's we before have two COVID BCs. and before Christ. Oh, it's, Lord. It's like, we're just adding extra wrinkles to our measures of time. <laughs> that is a good question. And I, I don't know about you, but again, like we, like we talked about at the start of this, and I think this has been a lot of people's experiences. Like time is just moving in really weird ways. Like sometimes it'll go really fast and other times it'll slow down. For sure. Like I feel like March, March was like two months. March took forever. <laughs> and then April, I think was maybe somewhere in the middle. And then May just flew by. Like we're at the May's end of not. May. And I, I cannot. Yeah. yeah. Like I definitely remember May 1st. Absolutely. How, how wild is it? Like in a couple of days time, we're halfway through this year unbelievable like it's crazy and what but, do i have what do we have to show for? like that's something that i'm concerned about like what have i done i this know year? but survived. I know. but like that's but, a whole and, thing but i think that might be when it's all said and done you know that is very well going to be something worth celebrating once Amen. This, you know yeah if we think sure. about it for sure for sure um but no just but get, yeah. getting back to your question what do i miss Ugh, I miss going out. I know your mixy ass was about to say that Don't shit. Don't do that. <laughs> I knew Don't it. Don't do me like that. I Ain't miss it. Ain't nobody surprised by that. Oh, man, I miss <laughs> it. I miss it so much. Just like, and and I think that's the one thing that I've been doing a lot recently. And, and you going let me know. Out? No, no, not going out. There's nowhere to go out. The fuck? <laughs> All the bars are closed. <laughs> But one thing I've been doing a lot during the during quarantine, I've been doing a lot of time travel, meaning I've been giving a lot of thought or like reliving kind of memories and experiences in the past. Okay. And I've also been doing some kind of brainstorming of like possibilities in the future. You know what I mean? Okay. And, you know, I think the main reason I've been doing both of those is just because the present is a lot to deal with right now kind of just where we're at so kind of my my escapes have been you know whether it's thinking about stuff in the past or going to the future so i think that's one maybe one plus is like i've definitely been activating my imagination i feel like a lot more it's like because i've I've seen these damn fucking four walls for weeks you know what i mean (laughs) like i gotta i gotta get creative yeah. Uh, but no, I, I definitely miss going out. I miss, you know, you know, Ota Babel, for example. That's one of my favorites. We were talking about them earlier. You know, I miss my man Stefan. You know, he's yeah. my go-to bartender. You know, I miss going up, getting my 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 drink, having some good music, seeing someone's daughter across the way, <laughs> oh, making making a little, you know, making some eye contact. Ugh. Making my way over, you know, starting up a conversation. I just, I miss all of that. Just the whole, just, and, and, you know, that I miss, I miss being out with my friends. I miss, you know, my family. I miss, I haven't seen my parents since February. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen them since February. I'm probably going to make a trip out there soon, especially now that I know that I had it already. Um, again, who knows what that ultimately ends up meaning, but. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a still gonna go see him. Maybe we'll do like a picnic in the park or something, and still keep our our six feet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I just I miss human interaction. 
Yeah. That. And 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 all the different ways that 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 manifests. Like I I I I met up with my friend Halima a couple of weeks ago, and similar to me, she also had her bout with it. You know, kind of okay. early on. Um, and when I saw her, I gave her a hug, and I was and I thought to myself, that's the first time I've hugged somebody in you weeks. You gave her a hug. That's I did. I did well, you know. We both, we both positive, <laughs> you know. We both good. Yeah, you know, I, I felt that's what's gonna end up being. We joke about it now a couple months time. That's what's gonna be. You, you positive, you, or you negative. You did had you, it, you did you it. You had it, you didn't have it. Right. That's right, it. Right, you know right. what I mean. <laughs> but I just remember, I remember, um, yeah, and I just, I remember, I've never. I don't think any of us have probably gone this long. Without, unless maybe you're you're shacking up with maybe a significant other, mm-hmm. or maybe you have roommates, or maybe you have you know maybe you're with your family. I you know I I have roommates. I don't hug them motherfuckers, but I, they're there, <laughs> you know. And I think it's still been nice to have them there. But yeah, that was my first time hugging someone in weeks, and it was yeah. it was uh, it was one of those things where you almost don't want to let go. It's like who knows the next time I'm gonna you know what I mean. So I think I'm just missing I'm missing all of those little moments that I think we all have taken for granted for so long. Absolutely. Like I think Absolutely. when I had my when I had my post about uh, the the fo- the the photos I took at uh for Saturdays you commented like yeah. yep I'm never I'm never missing never another again. one. Right? Never there were all again. times I've invited you somewhere and you were like, "Nah, Ugh. I'm good." You I'm, I'm sure going. you wish you could take those back. <laughs> I'll be there early and on time. So listen, Nana, my good my good sister. Oh god, I'm scared. If you thought I was mixy before, <laughs> listen. <laughs> if you thought I was mixy before, Wait till they let us the fuck out. I know that's right. (laughs) I might not see my apartment for days. Yeah, I'm. I'm a. I'm going to be out in these streets. I know that's right. (laughs) In a big way. In a big way. And I won't even. I won't even fight you when you call me mixy at that point. But yep, I'm the mixiest nigga out here. Fuck it. Where that shit went? Fuck it. (laughs) I will. How about you? How about you? What 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 uh, what are you lot, missing? What are you thinking about? A lot of that. A lot of the okay. same things. Mm-hmm. Definitely a, a hugging for sure. Like yeah. even though you know me and my mom are have been quarantined together. Like mm-hmm. it's not like we're hugging every each other like all the time. Yeah, I yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely miss that. Mm-hmm. A funny thing that I I didn't think that I would miss is like my routine. No, that too, for sure. And I think that's what's like, thrown a lot of people off. Especially with I, people like you and I. We're planners. I, 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 you couldn't tell me that I wasn't like easygoing. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know why I thought that about myself. <laughs> or mm-hmm. like super chill and I can go with the fly. I think I'm very flexible. But like I like, like there are, the fact that I haven't had to like wake up at 6.30 in the morning and get dressed and walk to the the bus and get on the train. Like the things that I realize I don't, I haven't done because I don't have that part of my life anymore. It's so, and you would think like you have all this time now, of course you're going to do those things still. I haven't listened to a podcast in, I don't know how long. I haven't like it. If I'm not cooking, 
rarely do I listen to new music. Like Mm. there's so many things about my person that like, you know, I'm, I'm a part of book club, but I honestly, before Rona, I had ordered so many books of things that I wanted to read, but like now it's very hard for me to find a time to Mm. sit down and read and like kind of just have that. But I did it every day on the train. And so like all of those little things about my routine that I don't think that I realized helped me as a person that I don't do now, or I haven't been doing as often as I used to are things that I'm, I miss terribly that I didn't think that I would. Um, no, for sure. And when you think yeah. about it, all, all those routines and kind of, you know, the, the small kind of innocuous things that we don't really think about a whole lot when you think about it, the totality of all those things is what gives form to your days. A thousand percent. I I looked forward to sitting down and listening to the read and around the the world. Like I have like 36 daily episodes just sitting in my queue right now. I don't, I'm definitely not going to listen to all of them. But it's like that in the morning, on my way to work, that's the mm-hmm. first, I, you know, the first mm-hmm. podcast that I listen to. And then like, you know, maybe I'll listen to you because those are, they're little, like a good 30 minutes. And then yeah, I'll, quick. you know, hit my new releases on Spotify and yep. start reading a couple yep. chapters. You know, like yep. the things that I would do every day I haven't done. And it's not to say that I can't do them because of course I can, but it's, it's different. Well, that's what I was going to ask you next. Have you, have you been able to, cause I think that's what it was. Uh, obviously I think for, for all of us, there was that just initial period where we just all had to adjust to the reality mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm, fact that mm-hmm. we ain't fucking going nowhere. We're in the house. <laughs> this is it. You know, and we don't know. There's no, there's no, especially early on. And I think even now we don't necessarily see any light at the end of the tunnel. We don't no. know how long, you know, this is going to be around. Right. So I'm wondering maybe, maybe after a few weeks, maybe, maybe this is April, whenever it might've been for you. Do you feel like you did settle into a new routine, a new routine of sorts? Or are you still kind of trying to figure that out? I'm all over the fucking place. Okay. All okay. over. Like it's okay. so crazy to me. I don't like, I don't, there are, there are nights I don't go to sleep till like five o'clock in the morning. All right. I'm happy I ain't the only one. I was good I, at first, but it just slipped away. I just be up at all odd hours all nowadays. All hours. All, yeah. Like it's the wild, like it's, and I have to yeah. wake up. I have because you have to still have yeah. nine o'clock meetings. Like it's no, not, for sure. you know. And then I'll try to maybe take a nap during lunch because I'm I'm exhausted when exhausted. I wake up yeah. in the morning. Yeah, um, yeah. And I hate it. And I like I tried to like kind of get something together. I started working out, and I was like, okay, well, let's work out in the morning. That oh, good slipped. for you. What were you no, doing? No, no. Like some like, jumping rope? Or you no, doing? there's like. YouTube got all fitness Aerobics, blender, yeah. okay. pop sugar, all those little Okay, okay, okay. Um, Because, honey, March, sis was eating, honey. <laughs> I had all the snacks. I, I, yeah. You know what people were like, oh, your kids thought that this was fucking like an extended snow day? I was chilling, bro. Yeah, and like <laughs> the, first, the first bit of March, we hadn't like figured out what the game plan was at work. So it was, exactly. we were cold. I was cold. I'm not going to speak for everybody because there are people at my job who are very busy, but she was coasting. I'm not even You were fun. chilling. I was yeah. chilling. Okay. I was chilling. And I was like, ooh, bitch, you might want to make yourself useful. 
before they give you ten years right of paper. Before you on that on that Hello? first cut, Hello? right? These layoffs ain't no joke. You don't need yeah. no party girl, and I just started that job. But so you so were, I was like, you were living your best fat and sassy. You saw that I, that video, that white lady, <laughs> <laughs> fat and sassy. That was March for you, honey. She and then I was like, ooh, this. Where, I, I ain't never had this double chin before. Where this come from? Ooh. So it's time to tuck that bitch away. Um, and so I was like, <laughs> okay. So then that, and like, <laughs> I remember, I remember, because I, I was unemployed a lot of 2019. And I remember talking to you and telling you, it's, it be days, you don't brush your teeth, you don't take a shower. And you looked at me like, you I know, was crazy. I did. I did. And lo and behold, fast forward, that's my Hello? reality now. Hello? I think I texted you too yeah. when that happened. I was like, I, I was giving you all kinds of shit. And Look I think that like was, I was a day. A dirty bitch. And I was like, nigga, it's going <laughs> it's, it's to happen to you. I think when I texted you that day, it might have been three days. <laughs> so I didn't take a shower. And I was like, yo, I was giving Donna all kinds of grief. And here smoke, I am. Hella Look at me smoke. now. Look like at a, me just now. Just a dirty nigga. Just, just a dirty ass nigga. Just, <laughs> just. But it be like that. And so I was like, okay, if I work out in the morning, then I have to shower. I have to brush my teeth. Like, I can't be in the house. Yes. Sweaty, funky, you know, that's nasty. No, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. And like, I mean, I was consistent for a while. I I slipped a little bit, but this conversation has reinvigorated me. I'm going to get back to it tomorrow. (laughs) You know, actually... No, sorry. Go ahead. No, Go ahead. I'm just saying, like, trying to incorporate things like that to kind of build structure. But my okay. sleep is, but it's yeah. It's like hey, it's fucking wild. I probably me will too. not go to sleep before four o'clock tonight. Me and too. I got, I have and, a ten o'clock meeting, and I will be there. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. In the beginning, that wasn't the case. Beginning, I was really, I was sleeping more than I ever have in the beginning. I was getting, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was getting eight, nine, some nights ten hours on the regular, <laughs> Jeez, like just doing. No, it was good. And then I want to say it was probably, I think towards maybe the middle or towards the end of April. I don't know what it was, but it was just that. I think actually, actually, I think is when I when I got back from North Carolina. So yeah, that was right around then. I think I just. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. I just ended up staying up hella late. Mm-hmm. So I'll be going to bed at like three o'clock, waking up at like noon, like eleven noon, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm I'm just trying to reverse that because I I've I find on those days I'm so far less productive on those days because oh, I feel trash. like I'm trying to catch up yeah. with the day, yep. the whole yep. day. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. And then because I didn't sleep early enough. And maybe I wake up 11 if it's a day that I don't have anything in the morning mm-hmm. or, I, or I catch a nap in the afternoon. Now my sleep is fucked up all over again. Yep. And rinse and repeat. It, like, do, do it all over again the next day. It's just, yeah. it's so horrible. It's so horrible. And like, I think honestly, and this has kind of been something that I've been paying attention to for sure is like when my, when my energy ebbs and flows, when like mentally I don't feel the greatest, nothing is wrong with me, but like, I just feel in like distress or like I'm frustrated with everything that's going on or I'm like confused and I'm sad. Mm -hmm. That's usually when I have a night and I'll just binge shit or like I'll start (laughs) because I was thinking about moving 
So I've been like decorating my new place in my mind. And like, I've been watching every DIY home renovation movie. And Mm -hmm. so like, I literally ordered a whole bunch of stuff to like start, um, re uh, like upscaling and revamping things I already have here to move into my new apartment okay. wherever whenever I okay. find it. And it's just like yeah. so I, I can I'll fucking fall into like a YouTube black hole of like oh yeah those revamp videos. And then I'll, I'll check the camp the the time and it's fucking four thirty in the morning. It's like yep. what the fuck are you doing? Like I've Ugh. I've I've greeted the sun on a few nights. Yeah. A few mornings, I should yes. say, at that point. The weekends actually are even yeah. worse. Okay. For me. Yeah. You you're up even later. Which I like I think I feel like I can get like if I see that it's like three thirty, I'm like, oh fuck bitch, no, you gotta go to sleep. Like it's just <laughs> it's it's time. Yeah. But like it's if time. it's the weekend, I'm like, oh okay, well like what am I gonna what am I gonna what am I gonna do tomorrow? Like it doesn't okay. matter. Okay, no, I know. But it does. What, like, what's a day healthy. at this point? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what's the difference between a Monday and a Sunday at this uh, point? And a Wednesday. I, like, I remember I used to like by eleven thirty knocked. Couldn't even just, yeah. handle it. Counting and now, Z's. Uh-huh. And now I'm I'm fucking me and the sun be having conversation. Like that's my bitch. Mm-hmm. I fuck with her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you on that. Well, let's flip that. Let's let's what what's on the other side of that? What what have you enjoyed about this time? Maybe maybe new things that you've been able to do, uh maybe new facets of your life you've been able to tap into. You know, I'm curious if there's been anything that you've thought of as uh kind of like value added out of this time. For sure. I think like I'm I think I mentioned earlier about like being still. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever did that, like in my life. Like, like, like just ever, ever. Okay, ever. Like, I, ooh, I was. Um, I'm sure we're all watching Insecure right now, and I remember the episode when Issa went home to her mom's house and kind of had that like, I need my mama moment, and her mom mm-hmm. was talking to her about like how she was a kid who had her hand in different all the pots, like all different yeah. types of pots. And stuff. I was that kid. No, I, did, I know, and you've you've spoken about it yeah. on the podcast too before. Yeah, I did everything. I've always done everything, and this is the first time in my life where I really didn't have to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to do. I didn't have to do anything if I didn't now, want. I'll ask you: Did you still have the urge to do? Because that was the, the case for me. In the very beginning. In the yeah. very beginning, it was like, uh-huh. oh, my God, this is going to be fucking amazing. I'm going to come out of this with a, a whole collection. Yeah, I'm and I'm, I'm going to yeah. revamp what clothes. What, like, I, yep. I thought about, like, yep. all the things that I've ever wanted to do, but I couldn't do because I was so tired by the time I got mm-hmm. home from work. I'm going to do mm-hmm. that now. And mm-hmm. then I sat down and I was like, bitch, you're fucking insane. Chill out. <laughs> Just chill yes. out. And, yes. like, low-key, I mean, and I'm happy... Because like that was the energy that from a lot of people, like, oh, that book that you wanted to write, you got the time now. That business you wanted to yeah. launch, you got the time now. And it's like, yeah. yeah, no, motherfucker. People are dying by the troves every yeah. day. You know, yeah. people are losing their jobs. People, mm-hmm. people like I, I think about domestic violence 
you know, people who are in domestic violent relationships. I think about abuse children. Like these are things I don't, I mean, I, by the grace of God, I don't, I've never been impacted by those things, but I can only imagine having to be forced to be home with somebody who victimizes you time and time again. Mm -hmm. These are things that like, I'll be, I'll be cooking. And then all of a sudden, like, I'll think about that. And I'll be like, yeah. like, fuck my day is ruined. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. like, I have friends who have, who work in the fashion industry, who are brilliant, beautiful people who have lost their jobs because of everything that's going on now. And I thank the Lord every day because this time last year, my nigga, you know, more than anybody, oh, I, know. I was yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah counting yeah. the coins in my pocket and it is only hey, by the grace of god that i'm in the position now. that <laughs> <laughs> that i'm in the position that i am in now and like you know so like all of that stuff kind of just weighs on you and you don't feel i didn't feel creative i didn't feel inspired i didn't want to do anything even when it came to this podcast and i love doing this with you i remember you was like super amped about like getting on and doing lives and did it. And I was like, nigga, I don't, yeah, I was like, yo, I this just, is our time with this, I don't this have our it. moment. I don't yeah, have it. Yeah. I don't have it. No, that's give. okay. And that's you know, okay. but I think yeah. it was important. And I, I appreciate you for allowing, like, you know, we kind of took care of each other in that respect of like not pushing. Um, but it was a, it was a lot. And I think, I needed to just sit the fuck down and I'm, I don't think that there, yeah, I don't think if it wasn't for everything that's going on that I would have ever allowed myself to do that. Never. Well, that's, that's certainly a plus. And I, and I think, and I think that, and I think a lot of, a lot of our listeners and I know I certainly can relate to that. I think we all, and, and that's the thing. And I'm, I'm, the first person I would say who struggles with this is just sitting and being mm-hmm, still. Mm-hmm. I think the way the the way my you know whether it's my personality or just the way my brain is wired and you know also we can bring astrology into it. This is the Capricorn plight. Mm-hmm. We, we're always you know pro- pro- productivity is paramount. We, we're always trying to be yeah productive no, at all I read, times. I read something that say I think it was on somebody's story about perfectionism is a form of trauma. Like it's something that we hiding from. I, it probably no, and I'm sure. Do for sure. everything and be in everything yeah. and have everything yeah, 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 be perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, no, and I'm. No, and yeah. I'm sure there's. I'm absolutely sure there's some. There's more to that, you know, or or there's some truth to that. Yeah, because I know that that certainly was the case for me as well in the beginning. Is as, as I kind of, and I think that as you were alluding to, I think that was the sentiment you saw floating around was like, oh, if if you're not making the most of this time, then mm-hmm, then mm-hmm, you're just mm-hmm. lazy or you just right. don't want you just don't want it bad enough. And I was like, well, time the fuck out, like. We're in the middle of a fucking this is not once in a lifetime, <laughs> right. once in a century event. Right. I, forgive me if the first thing on my mind is it's not, not right. writing right. six right. chapters of the yeah. book I've always wanted to yeah. write, or, or whatever it may be. And I and I think it was very interesting to see the way the public opinion on that changed. Because initially, especially we're talking about social media. That was the sentiment across the board Mm -hmm. was, oh, yeah, take advantage of this time, be productive, work out, just do do everything. You know what I mean? And then I feel like there was uh, after maybe like maybe two or three weeks. Yeah. There was kind of like a pushback to that. Yeah. It was kind of like, nah, nah, Nah. no, that's (laughs) no. 
Like, yes, do that if you have if you the energy. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. even if you don't and you do absolutely zilch, not a nothing, that's okay too. Because at this point, this is this is literally a life or death. Just surviving and making it to the next day is effort and work and and energy in in of itself. Mm-hmm. And 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 as we've talked to it, as as we've talked about at different points along this episode, couple you know, kind of like on top of that for you and I and, and so many of our listeners and other people is being black in this mm. moment. It's a whole and, other thing. Yeah. And thinking of the ways that, that COVID nineteen has has affected us disproportionately. And then obviously, you know, all of the kind of racial trauma we're experiencing by seeing the police brutality and and white supremacy doing what it does you know like that's enough to deal with in of itself so yeah. forgive the fuck out of me if i'm not you know doing a yeah. two hours of exercise and journaling and writing my book and doing my pot you know what i mean it's okay to just not do anything. Yeah. That's all right. And I, and I think I love that we're allowing ourselves that grace because it, it, you you can allow that pressure to really f- to fuck with you and think oh, that like no 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 I gotta I you know I gotta do this something. I gotta post this I gotta do yeah. and it's like yeah. for who for what and why bro and for why so yeah I mean yeah. I've started a number of projects I ain't finished near one of them. Uh, and okay. I'm really okay with that. Okay. Um, and you know, okay. like, there are times I get like, I'll wake up and I'll have a spurt of energy and I want to do something. And I think of, you know, a thing and I start it. And then if I don't want to do it anymore, then I don't. And then I, you know, I put it down and I pick it up another time. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. So I think and that's definitely been something that I've appreciated. No. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And, and, and kind of in the same vein, you know, we, we were talking about how, the sentiment kind of changed from earlier on in the quarantine to where we are now. I think I, I personally also experienced kind of a similar um, kind of uh, path when it came to my level of engagement and communication with people. And I'm mm. curious if that also was the case for you. Cause I feel like mm. again, similarly in the beginning or the first couple of weeks when when we were all kind of uh, getting settled in this, the sentiment was, oh, yeah, you know, if if people aren't reaching out to you or contacting you right now, you know where they stand. You know, it was all of that conversation. You know who's in your corner right. if they reach out. And I'm like, yo, that 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 one, that one in particular, even more so than the productivity kind of push. That one really pissed me the fuck off, and I'm I'm not even I'm not even going to like button that up or or, or dress that up. That annoyed the fuck out of me. For the sure. fact that and and I experienced this myself in my personal life, whether you know whether it was you know friends or whatever it may be, just people kind of having this expectation that that now that we all have this time, yeah. that the first and foremost thing that should be on my mind. Is not my day to day and my life is reaching out to you and checking yeah, on you yeah, and yeah. and and it really blew my mind. It blew my mind how many because I had that conversation probably th- three or four separate times with different people. Oh wow! Who who in different ways were kind of hinting at the fact that like you know whether it was maybe they didn't hear from me mm-hmm. and I think another another context I had and and I'll get into this as well after I finished this conversation uh, 
was with was with Pierre and and some of my other friends uh cuz they were they were kind of thinking of like all right well now that we're in the middle of this how can we brainstorm and think of like you know what we're like business minded like how can we make money out of this mm. or what can we do in this moment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i'm like time the fuck out like <laughs> I, I i think i think i think what i think what was lost on a lot of people was the fact that your level of comfort and your reality, if you're fortunate enough to still be working, mm-hmm. if you're fortunate enough to still have health insurance, mm-hmm. if you're fortunate enough to still, you know, maybe not have been sick yourself or family members been sick. In that instance, yes, this has been an inconvenience because you're at home. You don't get to go to the bar. You don't get to go to your restaurants, go to brunch, bet. But this has certainly not affected you in the same way that it has for folks like me who are out of work, who... There was there was there was two weeks at the end of the March where I was on the phone for two to three hours a day calling unemployment, yeah. trying to get through and and apply for my benefits. And this and I had the same struggle with my health insurance. So for 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 you to be in your whatever level of comfort that you're in and to come out of your pocket to come after other people who you don't know what their reality what going is. You don't yeah. know what they're dealing with yeah. or what they're going through. Yeah. I think I was just I was really disappointed in 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 a few people for not having the presence of mind to I, I've always thought in those situations, and I think we've had this conversation off mic, and I'm sure it'll come up maybe rolled up in a in a future episode um down the line. But my at least for myself personally, and I think it's the same for you, because you and I have hold each other to this regard and I and I'm I'm super appreciative of the fact that we hold this space for each other is and I think this was the case in March I probably went I probably went went a good like two maybe even two and a half I didn't hear from you Mm -hmm. not a call not a text nothing Mm -hmm. but my first thought was not oh why isn't Nana checking up on me why isn't Nana reaching out to me why isn't Nana making sure everything's okay my first thought was just, hey, she's probably she's doing her thing. I'm doing my thing. As soon as she's ready to reach out, she'll reach out. As soon as I'm ready to reach out, I'll reach out. Right. Done. End right. of conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm super appreciative of, of you and other people in my life who we where that's the case, where yeah. I can go some time without hearing from you. And it's not kind of like the end of the world kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's not no, like it's a, a huge... A huge wedge in our, or it's not like a thing we have to talk about now. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, Especially, just, and that's, I'm sorry, just because I, like, I, I'm not trying to shoot anybody any bail, but no, I do. go ahead. Push back if you feel like you need to. <laughs> that's not, okay. I'm just, I'm, back, I'm explaining from my perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, and that's valid as fuck, bro. Like, I completely, I definitely agree with you. I think, um, you kind of hit the nail on on the head where depending on how how impacted you are by this, whether it's just an unnecessary convenience or you are personally affected because you've you've lost somebody through COVID, you've experienced COVID, um, you know, or or the traumas of the world you're an empath and so you feel it a little differently than Mm -hmm, some people mm -hmm, like it's just mm -hmm. it's different and so like if you're used to hearing from somebody on the reg or you want somebody to come occupy your time because you're bored because you have all this time now like i think people's vantage points on this is it's it's different and so different 
So and different. I think like, you know, I, I remember I saw a meme or something that was like, if he's not texting you, sis, you know he don't care because we all got time. And it's like, no, my brother could be hurting. Like you did you like you literally have no idea. I saw idea so many posts like that. What is happening? And yeah. I think as a woman sometimes, if you're if you're if you have an intimate relationship. Or not even just a woman. If you are dating somebody, if you have a partner or you were fostering a relationship with somebody and there is a lag in conversation or communication, you do tend, I mean, at least I do sometimes take it personally. And prior to COVID, I was doing, I was trying to do the work of like being very, paying attention to the fact that like people's lives have sometimes nothing to do with me, nothing whatsoever. Mm-hmm. There, uh, prior to this time, people had you know different traumas that were happening. People had misfortunes. People had emergencies, things that were happening in their family, whether things are happening in their job, things that were affecting them to where you are no longer a priority. Not because they don't care, but just they have to, their their time is being occupied by something else. And if you, like you said, if you and this know is that when you're- times were good. This, this, this is, is when times when were good. It, like yeah, when we were not yeah. dealing with a pandemic. Exactly, exactly. Um, I kind of had this reckoning with me because I remember even like when I was dealing with things with my family, with my job, I am, you know, Capricorn energy. I am somebody who disconnects, who takes my time away. And somebody could think that like I'm mad at them or I don't care about them or something's wrong with me. And you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you love the people who reach out to you. But then there are other people who give you your space. And when you're ready to kind of rejoin the group, you do that. Um, And so for me personally, I was kind of reconciling a lot of that because I did internalize it. Sometimes when like people would push away or I wouldn't hear from people anymore, I would think well, well, something is quick, wrong with me. Just the quickest like like thirty second time out. I wish that wasn't the narrative. I, I I'm I'm you know I'm, I'm I'm saying I just to kind of personalize it mm-hmm. in, in in what you just said. I'm not pushing away. I'm just dealing with my own shit. I'm not no, pushing I, away. Yeah, You're yeah. still no, there. But that's what it feels just, like. On the receiving no, end, it, it I feels it. like some sort of a disconnect. For sure. I right. get that. But right. but I think the reminder I would give to folks is I, 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 I can't give what I don't have to give sure. myself. Meaning if, if my cup is not full, Absolutely. I can I I I I mean I could I could go out of my way and well, try yeah. and pour into your and, cup, and, but that's at my own expense. And then there are, and but see a thing with and at least I will speak for women in this regard. A lot of times we're still even when our cup is in full, we're still willing to to pour into our partners or pour okay. into the men in our okay. lives. And that's and that not very healthy, well maybe it. And that's not okay. and it's not to any fault of you. Like it's not your responsibility no, no, I got you. to reciprocate I got you. it. But I think that like a lot of the time it's like, well, I know when I'm hurt and when I'm doing this, I'm still reaching out to him. I'm still checking on him. Da, 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 da. Why is he not able to do it for me? And you, it's, it's self, it, it's selfish, but I don't think that it comes from a malicious place. I don't think that it comes from, um, um, like, a, 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 a yeah, I don't think that it's in, I don't think it's, it comes from an insensitive place. It's just like, I care well, about this person. <laughs> I no, I I I hear you, and 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 I and and to a certain extent, I do agree with you. But I think the time when it does border on being selfish or insensitive 
is because a lot of times, and and again, this is a conversation that could be had even well before COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. This this applies all the time. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when 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 we, because I'm I'm guilty of that myself. I've also found myself in that position at, at different points, where at the end of the day, when you're having that conversation, or when you're kind of coming to grips with that uh, conversation in your mind, you're still centering yourself. Yourself. You're That's still true. centering yeah. yourself. Your expectations, your comfort, what yeah. you're, you're, you're very little, if at all, when we find ourselves in those moments, are we taking a moment to think, okay, well, what What's might be on happening there? on the yeah. other end? Yeah. Why don't I, why don't I interrogate or, or figure that out first? Right. Before I come to whatever assumptions or conclusions right. on right. my own. Right. And I just, and, 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 and that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, uh, and I know I kind of, came with this with some energy initially. I'm not passing judgment on on anyone. I'm all I think all I would ask everyone to do, myself included, you, Nana, our listeners, everyone, in this time that we're in now, and even when we're well beyond it, when it comes to stuff like this, when it comes to communication, when it comes to um how often we're 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 kind of connecting and and being in each other's lives, if you ever go a period of time or a couple of days or whatever period of time it might be for that relationship, I would just think, I, I mean, I would just ask folks to let your first thought be what may, what's going on on the other side. Right. Maybe that's how I should lead this conversation. Hey, right. Nana, I, I didn't hear from, I haven't heard from you in a couple of weeks. Is everything okay? Period. What, did, did something happen? Right. Not, Agreed. hey. Yeah. No, I, I haven't heard from you. What, well, you know, like WTF, like what, what's up? What, what's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just think there's a much better way that we can go about having that conversation that's not centered on ourselves right. and just trying to show people some empathy about this, the, especially now. Now, yeah. Especially yeah, now. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't know what the fuck people are dealing with. No. You don't know if your friend lost an uncle. Or, you know, you shared that now, but maybe there's some of our listeners or some, some maybe even friends who didn't know that mm-hmm. about yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now if I come at you out of pocket on one of those days, days you were dealing with your uncle's passing, what the fuck does that make me look right. like? You know, you right. see what I'm saying? Right. No, a, a thousand percent. I mean, you know, it, it's kind of like, I I think what you said is there's nothing else to add. I think I agree. If, if, and you know, the thing that is interesting to me is a lot of, it's just like, I miss you. I miss hearing from you. And that's fine. You're, you're entitled to miss me, but I'm not, you're, I'm not, you're not entitled to my time. And especially in, in a, in a space where, you know, where literally people are just trying to get through the day. If, if, if like, I mean, you you get on my shit. You get on my case all the time. My phone is still on. Do not disturb. And it probably oh, won't ever get I off. I do still get between. I know because there are days I do not want to talk to anybody. And I that's don't. okay. And it's and okay. That's fine. And, and yeah. Most, and that's yeah. Okay. And like the the people that I talk to are very fine with that, even though you and Cheris have asked to be favorites so that you're right? called. I, I need to get through. No, shit. it's not. <laughs> well, and Y'all, actually, I'm, I know we're joking about it now, but I'm happy that, you, that you've that you taken that position because I think that's important. It's okay to have your boundaries when it comes to communication and not just communication, but how much of yourself you make available to other people. Right. Right. Because it, on on a good day, it takes energy to move around about this world. 
And if we're talking about dealing with shit now, that's even more so. You know what I mean? So I agree with what you're saying. It's just like, and it's not always easy to do, but I think that's no. that's the one thing that I I, I I would love to be something that comes out of all of this. And I think just a lot of times we all collectively struggle with empathy mm-hmm. and sometimes removing ourselves from the equation and, and kind of looking at things from a bird's eye view and from a different perspective to kind of think of what all may be in play at any given moment. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. No, that was that was good, friend. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Anything so, you learned about yourself during this time that you want to share with us? I have a running list. <laughs> well, things. before we get on that one, I think the one thing I was going to... Because I, I now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of went on that tangent. I never kind of shared the things that uh, I have enjoyed oh. about <laughs> being in quarantine. Um, no, and that's okay. We, we, took, a, no, we took a long... Okay. We took... <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's how these things go sometimes. Um, One thing that I've definitely loved is I've definitely been out. I know. I I I know this sounds crazy to say, but I've definitely been outdoors a lot more than I normally am, and or maybe in a different way because I I travel by foot and I finally got a city bike membership, so I've been riding my bike, which I'm super jealous of. So I think I've been I've I've had the opportunity to experience the city in a different way than I ever have mm. before, okay. particularly by foot and on bike. So I'm seeing parts of the city that I've never seen before. You know, I'm even Prospect Park, which is has always been in my backyard in the five years I lived in New York. Even Prospect Park, I'm going to parts of the park maybe I haven't been before, walking through. So I feel like I've 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 definitely had a much stronger connection with nature okay. during this oh, period beautiful. of time. And and I think also it's one of those kind of silver linings or maybe blessing in disguise, whatever you want to call it. Just the streets are more or less empty. So like you're mm-hmm. as I'm going about, you know, moving through the city, you're not seeing it as busy and occupied as it normally is. Yeah. So I feel like I've been able to take in and, and pick up on things that I wasn't before, especially just the, 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 the season of spring, you know, mm. spring that obviously that's something that happens every year. But I think a lot of times, especially when you're kind of right in the, in the middle of the rat race, you're going from point A to point B, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing it what you got to do. Washes you over you. Yeah. You're kind of, yeah. Kinda, yeah. Whereas now I've been able, like, I'll stop and take a picture of some flowers or yeah. smell them or, you know, or I now more than ever, I can hear the birds chirping outside my window. Yeah. So I just feel like that's the one thing I'm super grateful is I've definitely been much more connected to being outdoors and being, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the little nature that we do have here in the city. I've really been enjoying that. I think that's something that's going to stick with me even when oh, this is Oh, that's wonderful. Over. That's for okay. sure. And I've and definitely I- been exercising more too, which okay. is nice. I've been yeah, going on runs. I'm down fifteen pounds on for the well, year. Congratulations. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to, you know, get my, my slim I sexy gained, on. I gained the fifteen you lost, but we Okay, we're, you can you can have people. them. You hold that. You hold that. I don't I need it. Now I'm gonna get you can have it. Don't you <laughs> But but no, so I've I've I think the 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 phrase I've been using is I'm I'm grateful for having a body in motion, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've, I've I've I'm more in tune with um 
being grateful for being in good health, especially now in the moment that we're in now. So when I'm out on a run or a bike ride, like I, I, I feel like I take it in a little more than I would have before. And just the opportunity and and the ability to even do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, That's the one thing that I like, because a couple of my friends like, oh, we'll go to a park. Like, I don't, there's, that's not something that's in walkable distance. Oh, I mentioned that. Yeah. Like, literally, if I went for a walk, I'm walking around the blocks of my neighborhood, which is fine. But like, that gets more really. Do a long walk. Where am I I going? Where are we going on this walk? Just walk the neighborhood. Just walk. Ugh. I've done a few of those myself. Like today, I was at the dentist earlier, and I walked home from the dentist. It was a good like yeah. forty five minutes. That, but it was well, good. yeah, I'm, I'm not going anywhere where I need a train. So we're walking everywhere. <laughs> Got you. Um, When's the last time you were on the train? Was it March? Was it when things oh, shut yeah. down? Yeah. Oh, you haven't been on one the yet. The last day that I was in the office, I took an Uber home. Got it. Got it. Hashtag. So it was. It was before Uber. March thirteenth. Got it. Got it. Oh, you might have a panic attack next time you go on one. I don't know how I'm going That's to. That's what it. people keep asking me. It's like, oh, what are the trains like? Super clean and not crowded. If anything, I'm enjoying the trains more now than I ever have. You might live, because I've seen pictures of East 180. Like, that's a hub. Uh, like, it's like one of them, like, you know, like an Atlantic or okay, uh, got you. Franklin. Got you. Like, so I so stopped still busy. at like everybody always. So. I've seen pictures of it, and I'm dang social dis- like I don't know how to yeah, I don't know because that's know. one that's the one thing I've been thinking about too is like empty and and this this is bleeding into like a, a, a I know a future episode we plan on doing, kind of just like what life is gonna be after covid, but yeah i i it's i'm I can't even fathom like just the like think about it's something we all know because we live here in New York, you've been on a pack train many mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Can you even imagine that right now being Bro. on a train that's like packed shoulder to shoulder? I can't even like wrap my head around that like possibility even. Yeah. Outside it seems of, so like, far fetched right now. The L because of, you know, the construction issue. Like I stay away from packed trains because, you know, people get a little handsy. So I wasn't getting on packed trains to begin with. Okay. I'm definitely not getting on those motherfuckers now. Like, <laughs> you know, like I don't, so, that's what I'm wondering. Like, MTA going to survive this shit? Like, I even when things oh, are good and done, we, what's we, ridership going like, to be like? But ridership is up. No, uh, ridership's yes, down ninety percent. No, no, no. no. I, I heard on the news that I think it was after Memorial Day that it, it's like, but it's not. It's up like two percent. It's not. Oh, like, yeah. But I'm saying month over. MOI month over year. So like comparing March of 2020 oh, to March yeah, well, yeah. of 2019, of course, of course, it's down 90%. Yeah. And since the quarantine started. It's, oh, I it's see. It's slowly up. ticking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one thing that you will not see on a train right now, and every time I see one, it's like seeing a leprechaun is white people. There are no <laughs> white people on these trains. I know, I know you're laughing and it is funny, but at the same time, what? The None. New York Times, did you see the New York Times article that was talking about kind of the white flight that's going on I in the city you, right now? I was, I was alluding to that in the beginning. Them niggas can stay in Iowa and Ohio and yeah. Oregon, all the oh, motherfucking no, no, no. places. You're thinking Florida. more, you're thinking more, you you might be talking about the, the Williamsburg crowd, the hipsters. I'm talking about the affluent folk who got houses in the Hamptons and Long Island. They can stay they, here too. They, they left. They can stay there too. No, but I like literally... I, 
these are personal stories of people that I know who I've worked with who are no longer living in the city because oh, okay, Got mommy it. and daddy Got said it. you could come home. Yep. So you could stay yep. right where you at. That you know. So I, yeah, I I I might I barely see white people on the train now. That's and crazy. I think that just that just speaks to the different kind of realities that we're all experiencing oh, in living yeah. this oh, out. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. kind of oh, yeah. kind of the people who do have the privilege and the ability and, and the means, means. Yep. to to not have to rely on you know the MTA to get wherever they're getting. Yeah, and but we'll but like I've been kind of teasing. We'll, we're definitely gonna get into that in in a future episode. Um, but I guess kind of just just to wrap things up, um, I'm curious if there's anything that you've learned about yourself during this period of time we've been in in the kind of like the past two months or two months and some change. What's is there something about yourself that you've learned that maybe surprised yourself or you didn't know about before? Um. So this is actually a com a, a question a, a close friend of mine asked me. Okay. And when he asked, I didn't like I'm I feel like I'd I was this was actually this is early Rona. Um, okay. But I don't think that I was paying attention to a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. Um until he asked. And even when he asked, I didn't really have an answer. Um, uh, but like after that I started a, like a list and so like every week I kind of sit down with myself and I think about like oh, that's is there nice. something that I've learned about myself yeah um this week or in this time that I hadn't realized mm-hmm. and I was opening up the list while you were posing the question and mm-hmm. I'm thinking now if there's I don't, I don't know what I want to share with y'all, but um, yeah, yeah, well, no, whatever you're comfortable. Um, but like one thing that I've realized definitely during this time of Rona is like how scared I am of like just hmm. living. Like I, I think that like a lot of times I. Uh, dilute myself into thinking that things are possible so that I don't have to attain them. And it's not break break that out for me. What 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 do you like, mean? Like like in this time of Rona, I've been sitting down and thinking about all of the things that I've wanted to do that for whatever reason I haven't done. Okay. And then so you've been I doing some time traveling myself, too. Oh, a a ton. Okay. A ton. And then I wonder, why didn't I do them? Mm -hmm. And I think I was so scared of what would happen if I had. Mm, Okay. And and I think, like, you know, you have the conversations about anxiety and being anxious and, like, what does that mean and how does that manifest itself in you? And I don't even think it's, like, and I think I'm just scared. Like, I'm just scared of achieving certain goals. I'm just scared of getting that tattoo. I'm just, like, because I, I always think, you know, as a Capricorn, like, I, I try to think of all of the different outcomes that could happen yeah. if yeah, I yeah, do yeah, yeah. this yep. thing that I want to do. Yep. Yep. And I kind of scare myself into just not doing them. Mm-hmm. And I haven't realized how like debilitating that is and like how much okay. I haven't lived out of fear of what could happen. 
And I would have never said that about myself. And I think because of all of the things that I have achieved and I have attained and I have tried, it's very, people would never consider that about me. But no, well, I will say, no, I will say, I I have noticed that about you (laughs) at certain points. No, and this is no. Hear me out. Hear me out. And this is not even this. This Don't is not even me, me friend. <laughs> no, this is even me. Like coming for you. This is this is really coming from you know a place of love. Like, you, and we've had conversations about it on and yes. off the mic about that. Um, like even our our uh, online dating episode was about oh. me kind of like pushing oh. you or encouraging you to try that out. Yeah. So, but I but I will say. I think it's it's a it's a whole different thing when you come to realizations on your own. So I think the fact that you've been able to kind of realize that in your own way, I'm sure that's going to, you know, have an impact on you in one way or another for oh, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. It's like an overthinking of concept and it's like sis that may never fucking happen. Why are you tripping? Mhm. Mm-hmm. You know how much dick I could have had, but I scared Ooh. myself into not having it. Like this, <laughs> these, and these, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. It's not even like life changing or life affirming <laughs> things. It's little <sighs> things. Like hey, I some wanted, dick could be life affirming. Don't don't listen, you know? I ain't met him yet. <laughs> but if you're out there, okay, okay. Call a bitch after Rona. Okay. <laughs> this is mixing together. But like you know, mm-hmm. it's just like it's just it's it's to it's. Uh, I don't know. And then like I think about like, do I regret it? Is there still time for me to have these experiences to do oh, these things? Oh, there absolutely is. I hope you I know that. I pray to God there that absolutely I, is. like, you just, life can be taken from me tomorrow. I don't wish no, that. I don't, yeah. I'm not thinking about in, that. In but that like, regard. No, I hear you. And like, I even, you. especially in this time, it's like, you're thinking about all of, like, people had plans for 2020 that are not here anymore. And the, I, I've, felt, I've felt that uh, in this, like, when I think about, you know, just all the milestones. I've had a few friends who've had birthdays during this span of time. You know, there's the graduating class of 2020, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm happy you brought that up because, and I think that that's one thing that I would also remind people that it's okay to mourn those things. Because yeah. I think, I think in the, in, in the kind of sweep to always be positive. And I think that's one of the things I'm noticing about kind of the wellness movement is I think sometimes it doesn't always make space for people being uncomfortable. It doesn't mm-hmm. always make room mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. discomfort. I think a lot of times the wellness conversation is geared towards always being in pursuit of being happy. Right. You know, which, in, well, sure, maybe that's maybe that's an aspiration we can have or, or, or at the very least being content. But there's also a full range of other emotions that are perfectly human and okay to sit with too. And and grief is one of them, and and mourning is as well. So I think I, w- I if if anyone felt like they needed that permission to maybe mourn certain milestones or or things that were supposed to happen in the span of time that that you weren't able to, do, I would just let y'all know that that's okay. It's okay for that, and and don't and don't let anyone feel make you feel guilty for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even the mundane, even if you had a, even if there was a concert lined up that you were supposed to go to, or maybe it was a trip that didn't happen. It's okay to feel bad that that didn't happen. You're not, you're, you're not, you know, even in the midst of people dying and that's a real thing. And I'm not trying to trigger. You're entitled to, yes, yes. 
yes, you're still entitled to to mourn, you well, know, the, the feelings about and, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Oh, yeah. It definitely oh, is okay. I was about to I was about to ooh, 2020. I was so <laughs> excited. Uh-huh. And and she showed me. <laughs> she had some um, other plans, she right? Had some other plans, and you know, and I, I, I love. I really even. I, I love that you said that because I think you do. If it's like, oh, well, I was supposed to go on vacation with my homegirls, but I can't go now, and it's like you feel silly, kind of saying that no, in the midst of everything that's happening. But you, you're entitled to be disappointed Absolutely. and to be sad and to be angry sure. that you yeah. did not get to do the things that you had planned, and For that doesn't sure. make you selfish. It doesn't make nope. you your your thoughts trivial it doesn't you know yeah. I, yeah you're so so entitled to all of your feelings and i love mm-hmm. that you mentioned because i do think that like even in the language that i was using when people would ask me how am i and i'm like i'm making the best of it mm-hmm. i'm not that, that should be really good. I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I literally yeah. have no yeah. idea. I thank the Lord every day I wake up that I get to see another day, and I mm. and I and I just try. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's that's also it's okay to not have all the answers and not have the remedies and f- be able to fix everything. You like, there's no right or wrong way to feel at this time and no, not at all. you know don't allow anybody to to make you feel otherwise so yeah like i i really appreciate you sharing that because i think no you know yeah. i definitely think that people are coming to that you know a lot of times we unfortunately get our cues from the internet which is another reason why like i kind of it's good to unplug, unplug. yeah, 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 For yeah. Sure. but it's you know, you kind of getting messaging all over the place and like people could really make you feel bad for not being more optimistic or not being more productive or not just, Mm. just not. And it's like, (laughs) y'all, nobody knows what's going on right now. Yeah. No. No, I I know like for me, I I fucking miss basketball so much, (laughs) so much, whether it's playing it myself or seeing it on TV. And again, it's in the same vein of what you've been saying to someone else. That might sound stupid. Like, oh, why? why?" you know, I've missed basketball so fucking much and I can't (laughs) wait. And I and I hope I hope we're able to kind of save whatever little bit of the season is left, you know? So, and, and for, 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 for everyone listening, I'm sure you have your one thing or two things that, that you miss and, and that's okay. And that's all right. No, you are totally entitled. Yeah. Um, I think, I think the one thing I've learned about myself um, and, 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 and I think this is the case probably for, for a lot of us is I'm a lot more, adaptable than I give myself credit for. Hmm. I think just especially thinking of the circumstances that I was in before, you know, everything kind of hit the fan, you know, because I, I, I left my job in early February. So, you know, I was already, <laughs> I was more or less sheltering in place <laughs> since early February. You know, I was, I was very working. deliberate about our actions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, 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 um, yeah, you know, so, so I I knew going into this year and also go knowing that I was stepping away from my job, I knew that I was going to be entering into a period of transition. I had no idea that it was going to be on this scale, but I think that I'm still I'm still very proud of myself for keeping it together and tread and just treading water. 
even 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 on those days, you know, there might be days where where I definitely feel like I'm sinking, and there's other days where I feel like I'm, you know, maybe I'm swimming down river or up up the river, so to speak, for this analogy. But even just the days where I'm just treading water, mm-hmm. I'm just proud of myself for being able to to yeah, just keep my wits about me and and not fall into a million pieces because I've been there before. I've been there before and I've been there for less. Mm. So Mm. just the fact, the fact that I'm, I'm in the space that I'm in now with everything that's happening and I'm still okay. And that's, and I actually, I had a, I think it was two weeks ago, maybe a week ago. Um, I, uh, I was working on the blog post that I, that I, that I, uh, shared, uh, last week, or maybe it was, towards the tail end of two weeks ago and i was thinking to myself i'm really i was just, i'm fucking i'm very i'm happy right now yeah and i felt guilty feeling that way and i i, I shared a, it was a tweet that i put and i shared it on my instagram story you know i was i was sipping on i had a nice little drink i was listening to some dennis brown i was t- i was you know i was i was working on the blog and the words were coming easily and I was like, yo, I'm I'm happy as hell right now. And it was, and I had to sit with that for a little bit because I almost felt guilty. I was like, why, why, like, should I feel happy right now, knowing everything that's happening? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But I was, I was just, I was, and I, I think that's just goes to, um, kind of co-sign what I was saying before. Is just I'm, I'm just proud of myself for finding ways to still have gratitude and still practice gratitude and still be more or less okay right now. Even when from the outside looking in, you know, I'm, I'm freelancing right now and that's been a godsend because that's, you know, put some, some, uh, some dollars in my bank account. But outside of that, you know, I don't have a job. It, it, I, I just got health insurance, you know, a couple of weeks ago and that was a long fight, you know, for this is the brokest I've been in my whole life. <laughs> At least in my adult life of working, for sure, easily. But I'm also, in a lot of ways, this is also one of the happiest I've ever been in in my personal life. So, and I'm still, I'm still parsing through kind of the juxtaposition of that. Um, cause I know on the flip side, and we've talked about this on air and off the mic, there's times when I was on the other side where I had a great job. I was making, I was making some good money, but I, I was not happy at all, at all. You know what I mean? So I think that's one thing that I'm absolutely a thousand percent going to walk away from all of this from it. And, and this is it, it. I think COVID is what's kind of crystallized it. But it's a thought that I've had for some time now, especially since I did leave my quote unquote corporate job uh, two years ago, is that my happiness and my feeling of of purpose and fulfillment has absolutely nothing to do with what's happening outside of me. And it has everything to do with with kind of the peace that I'm able to foster and cultivate for myself within Mm -hmm. and, and in whatever kind of, you know, butterfly effect, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. I don't know how I would have been able to handle the space that we're all collectively in and the space that I'm in personally right now. 
had I not been in therapy for the past two years or had I not been, you know, kind of doing certain Mm -hmm. things for my growth, my development. So I think, and I think that's one thing that we always have to remember as well is, is even in moments like this, when things are seeming bleak and seeming dire and, and there seems like there's no hope that a lot of times those spaces is what's kind of cultivating you for something much further down the line that you that you don't even have the the foresight to even think of you know what i mean no a thousand percent um i feel like i'm i feel like i'm preaching right now i gotta wrap up my sermon but but (laughs) no just i just i just had to share that that was my testimony legit that was my testimony is just that is that is as i hope that that we're all able to still find ways to find joy even in the Mm. even in the space that we're in right now because those moments are still there. I think it's just a matter of us being able to pick up on them and enjoy them when they are there. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't have anything else to add. That was- <laughs> <laughs> no problem. No problem. Uh, well, this was a long one, but we needed it. It's been a we, while. We, the people have been missing us. We they deserve. Y'all, so you they deserve. deserve a nice lengthy, uh, nice lengthy one, deserve. right? Yeah. Um, and it, I, I will, mean, it was so good. Like I learned so many things, even though we've been in pretty much constant communication during this time, mm-hmm. there were so many things that I think that we've been able to tap in that I didn't even know about you. So this is, mm-hmm. this was definitely a time well spent. No, for sure. For sure. And, I, and I'm happy to be behind the mic and, and doing <laughs> this again with you. And I missed it. I, I absolutely missed it. And I'm excited for, what is in store for you and I in season three and also for our listeners. And I, and I think the only thing maybe I would let everyone know is I think obviously because of everything that's happening, um, I think there might be moments this season where we, we, we certainly will be hitting on very like serious topics. Um, But we're still going to really focus on finding ways to, Still hit y'all with the same, you know, shenanigans and hijinks that you're used to. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe introducing some segments or, yeah, duality is a thing. Duality is a thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Well, I mean, I had my moment to kind of share what I wanted to to leave with with everyone. Did you have anything maybe you wanted to to share? I'm being very sincere. I think you said it. Okay. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. No, thank you. Well, and thank that. you all for listening, joining us for the premiere of season motherfucking three of Work Here Bay. Here we are, episode 31. Ugh, bro, 31 like, I, episodes that's in. As fuck. That's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is so odd. I think, but, I think we're always going to feel that way. Even, you know, knock on wood, if we ever blow up and we're like on our 100th <laughs> episode, 200th episode, I'm still going to be like, damn, we really made this far. And like, people oh, are shit. still listening. That is insane. But uh, thank you guys so much (laughs) for listening to another episode of Workday. We back. We're ready. Back in Um, this bitch. Definitely back in this bitch. You know where to find us. You can follow us at WorkBayPod on Instagram. I think, Brother Obi, are we we getting a Twitter? Are we busting Yeah, we are. We are. And you're getting one, too. Ask him about that shit. That ain't got nothing to do with that. Uh, if you if you want to share any of your corona stories, any crazy things that have happened to you during this time of quarantine, any 
introspective conversations you've been having with yourself, things, lessons that you've learned about yourself um, that you want to share with us. We'd love to read them. You can definitely send them to our Gmail account, which is uh, workbaypod at gmail.com. Um, and just be safe, y'all. Please be safe. Sure. Take care of yourself. Sure. Take care of your family. Um, and when I say be safe, I mean that both physically and mentally, emotionally. Lean on your tribe, but also understand they can't carry you. We all just doing the best that we can. Um, so we love y'all. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. All right. Take care. Y'all have a good week. Take care of yourselves. Be good to each other. Bye.